0: Hello, happy Halloween, and welcome to the podcast at Dawn's House, because what the world needs most right now is a podcast about the Babysitter's Club. I'm Esther.
1: I'm Karen. And I'm Aoife.
0: And tonight we are talking about Babysitter's Club Mystery Number Nine, Christy and the Haunted Mansion. Mm. Karen, I think you were the only one who read this originally, is that right?
2: Yes, I recommended this one because this was one that I read, uh, I think, quite a lot, back in the day um because whole chunks of it were very familiar <laughs> um so yes I I uh, I remembered a whole bunch of stuff for this so neither of you guys uh, read it no
1: no no this would have been like new out around the time I was reading them first and oh, I yeah like, it's 1993 yeah I, I I looked up the date and I was sort of involved in a futile attempt to catch up Uh, which (laughs) I was going to age out of these books before I managed for sure so (laughs) little
2: did you know you'd be recording this podcast (laughs) that you would never (laughs) actually age out of these books
1: I mean (laughs) I mean I think if I had been able to envision myself recording a podcast I probably could have monetized that vision of the future in some sort of way but like
0: inventing podcasts inventing
1: podcasts specifically
0: yeah you should have got on that (laughs) Oh. <laughs> it's like
2: radio, but requires loads of technology that doesn't exist right now. <laughs> Hard to sell investors on that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you're gonna love it. It'll be great.
2: Um. Yeah. So the stuff I remember is, um, yeah, quite a lot of it. I actually, uh, I actually completely forgot the ending. Uh, that was a surprise to oh, me, that's which is nice. very pleasant because it's a mystery. So you know. Um. But I do. I remember the opening scene really intensely. The bit where they're all in the van and there's kids singing <laughs> and everybody. Uh, yeah. There's a a lot of there's nine different songs going on in you the car.
1: Never gonna forget that.
2: <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm sure that was probably the most scarring thing of the whole experience for him. <laughs> um and He's a uh,
0: patient young man.
2: The I there's one line as well that I really liked at the time and I still like on rereading. Um mm-hmm. which uh, this isn't a spoiler, this is more of a teaser where um Christy says the rooms looked almost as if they were waiting for someone and I was pretty sure it wasn't me and a gang of three foot tall softball players.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like that line. That is a good line. Yes.
2: Yeah, it's great. It's 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 perfect mix of like Christy Noir and Christy yeah. being her usual sporty <laughs> babysitter <laughs> yeah. self. Uh,
0: In case I hadn't mentioned it this paragraph I run a softball team. <laughs> yeah
2: uh yes i remember i remember a lot of this this was a this was a favorite i think
0: yeah it was good um yeah our covers are our our american cover is like again grand Mm -hmm. we've got christy in her crushers t-shirt and karen brewer and is this just a generic boy is he any specific boy or just a boy i'm sure
1: he's supposed to be one of them like they're actually pretty good about that in the covers but i mean i have no way of identifying which one i think that is karen and david michael i probably yeah because
2: i actually think he has a little bit of a resemblance to christy in the picture which is a level of skill beyond almost anything we've seen in these books
1: (laughs) certainly on the uk covers yeah (laughs) also i also really like that karen's t-shirt does indeed it's covered by her hand but you can see the start of a c instead of a k for crusher oh that's amazing gosh that's wow yeah I just swallow as an icon. The US covers are like genuinely have a fuck ton of attention to detail in them. Everything except Mallory's hair. like. Yeah. I wonder if
2: like Anna Martin actually was allowed to have input on those.
1: Yeah. Um, Maybe
2: she did a description and somebody like posed the, like got the models and and did a photo of it. And then the artist just worked off of that. Maybe. I'm really interesting to hear about if somebody knows
1: like. yeah. Yeah. I mean, that they are genuinely the match the books so well. Like, either mm. they've read them or they're getting detailed notes on. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: Meanwhile, in the UK, <laughs> um, yeah. well, the mystery artist is way better than the main series artist uh, to give them their due. Like, this does look like book cover art done by an artist
1: yeah mm-hmm. um
0: but it's it's they've they are they've sort of tried to go for like a 70s gothic cover vibe and christy's just got a lot of billowing hair and appears to be wearing some kind of like collared button-up shirt yeah and does not look like she just came from a softball match no. and like it's fine but it doesn't really fit the book particularly no, i
2: mean i i think all they knew about this was the the title Basically, yeah. that's, you know, they drew someone they thought looked like a Christy. Perhaps someone yeah. informed them that she's a white teenager. And that's about all they had.
1: It's, it's someone who looks like a Christy. Except, like, heavily influenced by, like, Sarah Brightman and Phantom of the Opera. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or, like, one of the more experimental Harry Potter covers on one of the many thousands of different editions that now exist.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, she's got, like, a lot of volume. I think there's some, some rollers have been deployed in this hairstyle <laughs> and some spray and stuff. Like, it's not a very Christy Thomas no. uh, look. But she does look absolutely like a competently drawn human girl so we're winning over the main series yeah that's well, true
1: the more I look at it the wonkier her face seems though okay
0: there mm, she does seem to kind of there's some odd perspective going on between her two eyes
2: perhaps. yes uh, something that's worth mentioning I think as well is that the children in the uh in the American cover are not necessarily looking towards the house but they're not looking away from it Whereas no, they're
0: off into the distance.
2: The the, okay. The the girl, the Christie in the UK cover has turned away from the house, um, presumably to speak to the team of ghost hunt show producers who are working <laughs> with her. She's like, yeah,
0: she looks like she's saying, "Can you believe this shit?" <laughs> like,
2: okay, we're going in.
0: Yeah, no, it's not. It's
2: it's a it, it it's better than the usual run, as you say. That's about all that can be um yeah. said for it. Yeah.
1: But it's it's not good. It mm. looks no. like it's, like, of a quality that should be allowed on a book cover, but mm. not a very good one. <laughs> yeah. Whereas <laughs> Basically. the normal run of them, it's just like, why did this go to print? Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't feel like anyone got, like, swindled in the commissioning of this cover. <laughs> yeah.
1: Mm. Well, we know that the originals were done for a fiver and a packet of crisps, so nobody got swindled there either, really. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I think that's a waste of a good packet of crisps, quite honestly. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Shall we um, get going with this, with this plot? Do, do, who wants to do a one-sentence recap? Mm. Karen, I feel like you should do it because, you know, you're intimately familiar with the text.
2: Okay. Um, Christy, Bart, Charlie, and assorted softball team players um have gone to a softball game in another county um and on their way back they get stuck in implausibly bad weather um and wind up for reasons having to spend the night in a uh, creepy old haunted house uh and there is a mystery which they solve
0: yeah that's there it that's the book <laughs> yeah you left out the best bit though
2: what bit did i leave out
0: they go to a fabric shop. <laughs> I was so excited for reading that bit. I was like, oh man, they're all getting in the van and going to the fabric shop. Oh, this isn't really the pl- point of the plot, is it? But I'm really excited for the fabric shop.
1: And there was very little fabric. Yeah. But but I could
0: envisage that they were surrounded by fabric and notions and haberdashery and it was great. I was very <laughs> happy. And, you know, she tried to sell needlepoint patterns to Marianne. It was lovely.
2: For the record, I, I was, I thought that was what you were going to say, but like... I had to let you.
1: <laughs> I Actually, also I thought that, that was what you were going to yeah. say.
0: <laughs> you can cut this bit out if you want. You
2: texted um, yes. us
1: excitedly about the fabric shop. <laughs> I couldn't
0: contain myself. It was very exciting. I had a very quiet morning.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: So yes, as as Karen has reminisced, we start with um, the Crushers, which is Christy and Bert's like, f- oh, sorry, the Crashers. Mm-hmm. Christy and Bert's like fusion team of Crushers and Bashers um who are on their way uh to a game out of town and poor 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 charlie like whatever hold she has over him he is driving nine kids is it yes. and two babysitters and all the kids are singing different songs and this sounds like absolute torture yeah
1: a hellish cacophony like um, yes a hellish cacophony i like kids I'm not terribly bothered by noise or bad singing, but I can't believe Charlie didn't deliberately run the van off the road and kill them all.
0: Yeah, honestly, it's it's a it's a it's a mental image that will haunt me.
2: He's still being incredibly supportive and or uh, under Christy's thumb for whatever reason. Um, yes. So yes, it's just as well Charlie was there in some ways. Uh, but yeah, I um I noticed that um the Crashers includes a bunch of um, Bart's bashers team members, uh, and one of them is a girl, which means that we have a much more egalitarian um setup uh, than the last time we encountered the bashers, who were like yes. this um little misogynist all stars.
1: Christie's put the smack on Bart a bit, I think. There, <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah.
2: Bart also spends a lot of this book trying to just be overtly nice to christy as well so he's kind of flirting a bit and she's kind of like um okay cool let's let's focus on everything (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) yes early on she describes him as um the kind of guy who isn't intimidated by a person like me in fact he thinks i'm special and i think he's pretty special himself uh oh, am I getting mushy here? I didn't mean to. No. Like, that's very low level of mushiness in your own internal monologue to apologise for. <laughs> she's, she's really trying to keep it professional.
1: <laughs> it's adorable,
2: though. Bart is not trying to keep it professional.
1: <laughs> I mean, I have traditionally been the same way when I have crushes. Like, it mortifies me. <laughs> like that, I have a crush. I just think it's terrible. She's still very uncomfortable around him. Clearly,
0: yeah and it's it's very cute also um yeah so they play the game and there is one of my favorite lines of writing in this book which is soon the game began I won't bore you with the details (laughs) yes I appreciated that so deeply yeah, my notes just say thank you, Christy.
2: I believe this is another ghost-written book, um, and I feel like the ghostwriter made some good choices. Yes, um, yes.
0: Ellen Miles, uh, thank you for not boring us with the <laughs> mm-hmm. details. They would, in fact, have bored us. So. I have
1: also highlighted that line in my notice, I can see someone paid attention to how little we care about baseball. Yes.
2: <laughs> Somehow, retroactively. <laughs> or,
1: I sense some
0: middle-aged ladies in the future will get very incensed at every description of sports so
1: <laughs> to be honest i sense a ghostwriter who was aware that she had an entire plot to write hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah and <laughs> that it really wasn't a sports book uh so yes they play the game they do the sport good um karen
2: is on the all this team that they describe as all stars which is yeah. presumably the the best of the available <laughs> team players (laughs) from from both sides which is a definite improvement on the last time we saw karen play i don't think she was um she was an asset really to the team although they weren't yeah i don't remember karen being particularly bad i just remember her striking out a lot
1: maybe i'm wrong oh maybe oh no david michael was yeah i mean i can't remember no one was very good no yeah. one was great i mean they don't have jamie newton on this team or the two and a half year old so or gabby no. yes <laughs> they, left gabby yeah, this have,
0: they, they left gabby at home this one they left gabby
2: at home you know un- until she's four they won't yeah. take her to league games
0: <laughs> mysteriously jackie radowski is still here like he's still you know generating pure chaos with every fiber of his being but apparently he's still a valuable <laughs> contributor to the team so
1: like- i don't want to ask too many questions about how that works see the beautiful thing about chaos is that sometimes it works for you and sometimes it works against you so you should probably just bring them along
0: <laughs> that's true maybe one of the other players will break an ankle <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: like it's going to affect prop. It's it, you don't know which team it's going to affect more and you've got a bunch of other good players to kind of counteract the Radeski effect so yeah and the other other team won't be prepared for it your team will that's true
3: <laughs>
2: I will say that a bunch of really unlikely seeming bad luck befalls them later on in the book. Mm, Is Jackie, you know, the cause that like, yeah, they won the game. But then (laughs) then everything went to shit. Not one, but two bridges get washed (laughs) out, which I I was like. That's statistically unlikely. Maybe there's a thing um, that happens that they would both happen on the same night, even if it was unusually bad weather. But I looked it up and it seems to be, actually, I found a really useful uh, <laughs> description of...
0: <laughs> bridge washout statistics of Connecticut.
2: No, I found a picture from um, USGS uh, website um, which is Washed Out Bridge, Snake Creek near Whitesburg. Uh, and the description is uh, of the, the picture says, when bridges such as this one collapse during a flood, it is rarely the pressure of the rushing water against the bridge that causes the bridge to fail. Rather, the rushing water erodes the ground underneath and surrounding the structure that supports the bridge, causing the bridge to collapse.
0: Hmm. Well, I think we've all learned a lot.
2: I actually found that really useful to know, but like I think that makes it even less likely that this it,
1: it does. Well, yes. I think this means we've put more effort into researching collapse bridges than the author of this book either of them. Yeah. Definitely. Could have been a fallen tree, you know.
0: Yeah, like two two bridges is just Yeah, lazy, one fallen right? tree,
1: one bridge would be far more plausible to be honest. Would you yeah. say it's a bridge too far? ah
0: <laughs> uh! <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we can end the episode. Like we're done. You win. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes.
2: I'm very, I'm very pleased with that. Gotta say. Um, well
0: done. Congratulations.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: <Yes>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and you said you were tired this evening. <laughs> I know.
2: I think the wine has kicked in. Um.
0: <laughs> okay. The only other thing that happens of note in this chapter is romance. I.e. Bart casually asks Christy if she wants to grab a burger. um she hastily clarifies that this is not a date
2: um it might kind of be though
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's also the most low-key date that's physically possible so like don't worry too much it's fine yeah that's fair um then christy does a mental monologue of chapter two even though they're not in a meeting she just tells us all about the babysitters uh let's skim through that very hastily um oh yes a hilarious self-awareness so Christie's talking about marianne here marianne is her best friend and she's great and marianne always knows what's going on with other people marianne always knows the right thing to say to someone who's feeling down while i'm not even notice that she's sad in the first place <laughs>
1: i think that's kind of very perceptive christy confirms our our theory that like in that the the, the book after the betsy sellback one the, the the first Christie's crushers one that like Claudia is like really suffering because of her, her recovering leg, and Christy just doesn't notice and is busy at her for not being into baseball enough. Yeah. Like, that's
0: <laughs> is <just> definitely.
1: <laughs> Claudia,
0: either do alfresco fresco
2: dentistry on the on the softball pitch or go home. <laughs> okay, we like, don't exactly. need you malingering.
1: I did highlight the thing of like, I can picture us at 85 sitting in rockers at a porch somewhere and exchanging memories of the good old days with like, do I ship it now? Is that what this is?
2: <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's that's a pretty funny mental image.
0: Yes. Yeah. Also, the Christie is like, yeah, I'll still be an eighty-five-year-old loudness, which is <laughs> a hilarious image. Oh, I see.
2: Like uh, there's quite a funny turn of phrase as well in her description of Watson, where she says something along the lines of, um, uh, "Yeah, he's this. Uh, he, my my mother met this guy. Um, he owns a station wagon. Also, he's a millionaire." <laughs> 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 like, oh, I want like is this that in my skimming? <laughs> Is, uh, I also like that he drives a station wagon, which doesn't seem to me like a millionaire type of... Yeah, it's, he's so humble. Yeah, it's pretty, I you know, it. pretty ordinary. Um, <laughs>
0: he, he may have three toaster ovens, but he still drives a station <laughs> right wagon.
2: That's extremely Watson, though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, um, I was like, is this because she's in a vehicle right now? And she just got vehicles on the brain <laughs> she's still trapped Maybe. in a tin can
1: with many children possibly a little more coherence than the narratives actually <laughs> yeah. yeah that's possible actually I did mark the line about like uh, when marianne was just a baby I guess there weren't as many single parents around back then and mm-hmm. like I marked it and I was like I really need to check divorce statistics because this sounds like nonsense.
0: I think there were probably plenty of single parents. Also, it's hilarious that Christy is like, back in the olden days, there weren't so many single parents. This is like 13 years ago. I know, right? (laughs) Like, demographics haven't changed that much, I don't think. I
2: wonder if this is Christy, like, though, maybe saying something along the lines of not as many dads attempted to raise children solo. Or that she, maybe she thinks that that might have been how it, it oh, was yeah. there's there's yeah. a bit of feminism in this book which is there quite is. interesting it's um it's it's much more uh out in the open compared to it's usually subtext
0: yeah. yes like she's like my mom is a strong woman and she kept us all together after my dad left and, yeah um, yeah yeah it's more it's more overt and i like that mm-hmm. i also like the political commentary that claudia is the vice president of the bsc but just like the vice president of the country she doesn't have a lot of duties yes
2: <laughs> the vice president of the country is strictly there to take over in case of
1: Christy death
2: acts of God
1: yes, <laughs> yes. I, I don't think the US is run like the babysitters club Christy but okay <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty close who was yeah. vice president 93 it was Clinton and Dole was it no uh,
0: no I think wasn't was
1: it was it still Bush at that was point it still Bush I thought Clinton yeah, took
0: over in
2: 92
0: Oh God, I don't know. Uh,
2: wh- whoever the guy
1: was, I'm sorry.
0: The whole point <laughs> is, it doesn't matter which guy it was because he didn't have a lot of. Didn't GP. have
1: much to do. It's fine.
0: <laughs> he just had his own phone
1: line, so they gave him the job. <laughs> That's why vice president is the sweetest gig. Yep,
0: <laughs> and we've also got a shout out to Eva's favorite uh, sentence construction, Logan Bruno, who happens to be Marianne's boyfriend. Happens to be marianne's boyfriend he just does like he just is
1: though you could just say is it's fine <laughs> happens to be marianne's boyfriend right now like i don't know what you're hedging around here okay
2: <laughs> i i googled and it was dan quayle you're dan welcome quayle. <laughs>
0: right thank you i will sleep easier tonight
2: i i never knew that in an official capacity i only ever heard him used as a punchline same. Like so I mean, his vice
0: president's all over, really. Only heard of
1: him from The Simpsons and I don't yeah. didn't learn much about him from The Simpsons. No. no. <laughs> he looks extremely like action vice president
2: figure. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> um okay that's enough about Dan Quayle forever
0: (laughs) he's gonna come up again he's gonna be the new parsnips next week despite ourselves we'll find ourselves talking about Dan Quayle we'll have
2: views on Dan
1: Quayle
0: I'll have a whole like blooper reel put together of just Dan Quayle talk
1: I I I don't think I will ever have an opinion on Dan Quayle it's fine you say that (laughs) and yet to be fair I haven't researched him yet give me time Yeah, yeah, that's fair.
0: (laughs) I mean, we almost certainly hate him, so we could just probably move on. This
1: is a Dan Quayle hate podcast. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) All right, chapter
2: three. We lose a whole bunch of listeners.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! Who knew the Venn diagram overlap was so sizable?
2: (laughs) Yes, uh, the description of Stacy in this is actually pretty good as well.
0: Yeah, I'll give us a... Where
2: there's like a joke about... Let me see, can I find the actual... Sorry, let me find my, my notes. Um, uh, Stacy loves her job as treasurer because A, she's a math whiz, so it's easy and fun for her. And B, she loves to collect, count and hoard money. Sometimes we practically <laughs> have to beg her to release the funds for a pizza bash. Ha 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 is embezzling. <laughs> like...
0: Well, <laughs> like father, like daughter. Right, the apple... You.
2: Doesn't fall far from the tree.
1: <laughs> Stacy won't let
0: anyone else see the
1: books. <laughs> how else can she afford her sophisticated uh, New York wardrobe and perms? Hmm? Very true. Yeah. That's how she's going to get caught. She's living a lavish lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be discreet about these things. Speaking of the perm, it's cute that Chrissy is like, she gets it permed, I guess, about her hair. I don't really <laughs> pay <laughs> attention <laughs> to know. beauty details like that. Like, yes.
0: I also like Christy's acknowledgement that if she was diabetic, she'd bitch about it every day. Yes. Yes, yeah. she probably would. Yeah. Yeah. That's relatable. I mean, um, like, she, I, I certainly would too, but yeah. I like that Christy, you know, Christy shows a lot of self-knowledge in this book.
2: There's, there's great outfits um, in this, but um, there is one thing that came up in the Claudia description, actually, I'm just mm-hmm. flicking through that was kind of weird as well. So, mm-hmm. um, She's she's kind of overemphasizing Claudia's intimate knowledge of junk food, which I assume is mostly from eating junk food. (laughs) Yeah. But um, the line is, she can tell you the ingredients and special properties of every candy bar on the market. She can compare and contrast Doritos and Ruffles, and she could pass a cola taste test with flying colors. Like, is she actually a... I mean... No. A junk food savant? No. Yeah. yeah. Does she she work for a company where she's... (laughs) doing quality control or something
1: no i was just done in order to have to a segue into being like she's crap at actual tests though like
0: i think this is christy just mm. like waffling to be honest I think, <laughs> I think she's just like exaggerating for common effect
3: yeah
2: <laughs> that,
0: that would be my take on it but i
1: could be wrong like, people are
2: I, crap at taste tests just, anyway
1: of <laughs> all of the pe- members of the babysitter's club claudia is probably the least likely to read the entire list of ingredients in a candy bar Yes, that was what I was thinking, like... Um. <laughs> yes, she's about the passion, not about the food science.
2: Yeah.
0: But yeah, no, I think Christy is just, like, mouthing off hilariously. Yeah. Um, mm. I think Claudia would not recognise herself in this description.
2: No. Yeah, okay. So they they win their match. Are we past this whole bit? Yes. Um, yeah, they win, they win their game, uh, borderline win their game, due to the power of Jackie Radowski. Yeah. Uh, and his weird ungodly skills i i I, it was baseball i
1: skipped it (laughs) it was softball actually they win and it starts i thought that we were not gonna do that (laughs) canonically we've agreed it's all
0: baseball
2: okay i'm sorry i apologize um yeah so they
0: play rounders with a tennis racket and it's fine
2: (laughs) (laughs) or a wiffle bat. yes Uh, so nikki abandons ship uh So he he decides to go home with the Pikes because the van is too crowded.
0: Yeah, that was an interesting choice.
2: (laughs) Yes. Like even, yeah, I'm going to ride home with my seven siblings instead of you guys. (laughs) Because
0: they suck, but they're still less annoying than you guys. (laughs) I feel like also just Ellen Miles just didn't want to deal with Nikki Pike and was like, yeah Fine. he has to he had to be at the match but I'm just sending him home separately I don't want him here I also sense a little bit of
2: narrative convenience in the fact that Matt Braddock who canonically is very good at softball is away with his family mm-hmm. yes and like mm-hmm
0: mm. <laughs> now Ellen Miles doesn't have to figure out like any sign language related plot developments yeah. yeah
2: I I feel like Matt has been absent from a few books you would actually expect him in <laughs> um yeah which is real interesting. So anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, so we get, um, we get some good babysitting tips in this, actually, um, a couple of, this is, a, this we haven't seen for a while, it was like the first few books were all about the tips, and um, yeah. so this one has some useful information on lightning and how to avoid getting struck by <laughs> yes. it,
0: <laughs> Yes. which is Faraday cages, <laughs>
2: uh, it's like, that's a, a real, a life skill, but also I suppose it's a babysitting skill <laughs> if you're in charge of children.
1: Well, sometimes you got to babysit in a thunderstorm. But like, it also has the thing of Christy going well, you know, being soothing and calm, even though she's kind of scared herself. Because, yes. you know, that's what you've got to do when you're responsible for kids instead of being yes. like, yes, you're right. We're all going to die. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just like, cut to outside the van with screams
3: coming from
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, so basically in the bad weather, um they get lost. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Karen, did you have any more babysitting
0: tips there that you, that you wanted to
2: Oh well they they come up later on, but yeah, there is a um there is a demonstration of a um a technique Marianne uses to work out who's gonna go first, where she makes them pick a number between one and ten and whoever's closest to her number gets to go first. Uh, yes. Yeah. Which is um uh that's quite a clever one actually so yeah there was there was those two i mean apart from the whole like here's how to survive a night in a haunted house with so many small (laughs) children
0: So, yes, they're driving along. Um, Christy is, yes, she reveals to us, the reader, that actually she's secretly terrified of thunderstorms. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but she has convinced herself that being in the car will be safe and she knows not to stand under a tall tree.
1: I like that her response to being scared of thunderstorms was like, well, I'm going to research this to find out how to be less at risk of the thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. yeah, well done, Christy.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I mean, that's the benefit of a Christy type. Then, meanwhile, the men are failing at, like, pathfinding. Uh, Sam and Charlie <laughs> and Jackie Radowski are, are arguing over whether they've missed their turn or not. Uh, uh, nobody should be consulting Jackie Radowski for any input on this. I know, right? It's It sounds... with. It sounds like he might actually be correct though. Well, yes,
1: but like
2: in this case, the odds weren't in his favor. The odds could be in his favor. You
0: never know. I would still on principle disregard him. Yeah, no, yeah, that's fair enough. Me too. Which I mean, maybe that's what happened to Sam and Charlie. Then um it's Bart and Charlie.
1: Oh, Bart and Charlie. Sorry. Sam's, sorry. Sam's not here. Yeah. He's at home.
0: Yes, you're right. Only only
1: one of the older brothers has been blackmailed into doing this. (laughs) There's too many monosyllabic
0: teenage boys here and I can't keep them all straight. Fair. Um, So yes, they see a cool gothic house out the window. Um, I peered out the window to see what they were looking at. A huge imposing brick house stood high on a hillside. A long drive led to it winding through clumps of tall trees. There were no flowers in the yard, no clothesline, no birdbath. I thought I saw a few lights on in the house, but somehow it still looked empty and abandoned. I felt a chill run down my spine. There was something creepy about the place. So, mm-hmm. yes, Christie Noir is back. Mm-hmm. And Christy Noir is our favourite Christy, I think. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: um, then all the bridges wash out
2: simultaneously. <laughs> both the one in front of them and the one behind them at the same yes. time. Now, it is supposed to be like a once in a several decades bad storm Perhaps uh it's the worst storm since like 1935.
0: Perhaps. Mm. Perhaps.
2: Um <laughs> just such such great narrative symmetry there. Um but uh uh so they 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 find themselves at the second bridge and they turn back to the house. Uh and I'm sorry but um they have they have the intro to the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um <laughs> Because they show up at the house and it's spooky and there's lightning going off in the background and the rain is absolutely pelting down and um, there's a light over at the Frankenstein place, I have to assume, (laughs) Um, but they they knock on the door and it gets opened by a tall guy with scraggly grey hair who's like you're wet except he didn't say that but it's basically that it's basically that so um <laughs> I, I, have they not seen the rocky horror picture show or did they see it many years previously and didn't realize they were drawing heavily on it <laughs> <laughs> they, the author
1: or the children in the book oh that
2: the the, uh, the authors, because i presume this is a combo deal i um,
1: don't think adam martin is a rocky horror picture show type she could have watched it once and been like, this, this isn't what I was
2: thinking it was going to be, which was my, what I did the first time.
0: Yeah, I feel like all boomers
1: have seen it at least once. That's fair, actually. Yeah, Yeah. Possibly she hadn't quite realised how derivative she was being. <laughs> I mean,
2: also, it, the Rocky Horror is drawing on every other horror it, film that precedes yeah. it. Uh, it's just it really, it's it's really like it, though, <laughs> the sequence.
0: It's, yeah, it's full, like, it's a gothic trope fest, yeah. but that's yeah. exactly what you want out of a book like this. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Thankfully, after that point, it completely diverges from the Rocky Horror <laughs> picture show <laughs> plot. You'll be glad to hear there, was, there are no resemblances after this point, except that they're in a house. <laughs> that's the only thing.
0: Where is that? Oh, um. So derivative. <laughs> um, yes, he is a spooky gothic looking old man and he is a sad looking spooky gothic looking old man. Mm. Um, he also describes telephones as confounded contraptions. It's brilliant. <laughs> yes. It's <laughs> like, dude, I know you're old, but you're not that old. Like Phones are older than you. It's yeah. fine. Um, so yes, he he he's like... the the gatekeeper in the little lodge rather than the main house but he says that they can stay at the main house Mm -hmm. um which is empty but there's no power and there's no confounded telephonic contraption so they can't contact anyone this is when this book became extremely stressful to me because like a great deal of the plot hinges on they're actually stranded and they legitimately cannot contact anyone and nobody knows if they're alive or dead. Yeah. And this is fucking horrifying. Yes. That's an unusually uh there's some unusually dark stuff in this
2: book actually for, yeah. for the Babysitters Club. Um and they're 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 fine, but they know everyone's gonna be freaking out, and they're also slightly freaking out. And yeah. lo and behold, everyone in Stonybrook is freaking out as we discussed. Yes.
0: <laughs> Although I think like I think they're less freaked out than we would be now in this situation because people are more accustomed to the idea of not being able to reach each other. Like I think mm. now, if nobody could reach a bunch of our friends and acquaintances, we would all just spontaneously die of fear. Yeah. So they go, the, the spooky man gives them blankets and a bunch of apples and bread mm-hmm. um, and water because
1: we're in a gothic novel and hot food is not gothic enough (laughs) (laughs) that actually really depressed me like of all the things in the book the only thing that genuinely made me feel that sort of like cold grimness was Mm -hmm. like a sliced pan and some apples
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah between like a lot of people that is it is it when I realized that was going to be their dinner and their breakfast I did feel very sad
3: (laughs)
2: yeah Christy when she sees the little lodge she's very hopeful and she's like gosh maybe the person in there would even give us some hot tea (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, no <laughs> I mean if this had happened in Ireland like you would probably be prosecuted under some kind of human rights legislation for not giving people tea or at yeah. least offering
1: them. I know I mean that's the kind, I mean I can understand that he might not have a ton of food because he's one man yeah, living on yeah. his own how much you gonna have in the house but like which is that throws him a few tins of beans to use <laughs> like or yeah tea there's no electricity but like you couldn't mm. He's got to have a gas stove or something. No, he probably isn't. Is, uh, uh, he's too gothic.
0: Too gothic. Yeah, that's it. He's tea like is, <laughs> tea is the opposite of gothic, so this
2: is true. We we just survive on apples and bread and these
0: ear parts, <laughs> and, <laughs> and our like... own suppressed grief. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> it's not that suppressed. Well, <laughs> no. no, that's true. He's just standing around looking sad.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: he sends them into the um, he sends them into the big house and says, "I'll see you in the morning, God willing." <laughs> um, it's <just> like, lightning <laughs> flash yes <laughs> and Charlie's like no it's fine it's just something people say <laughs> uh,
1: But I love to imagine that like the way Christy talks about it it sounds like I'll see you in the morning God willing but it's probably like all right see you in the morning God willing <laughs> <You know? laughs> almost
0: certainly how he did say
2: it but <laughs> <laughs> I, he's very forbidding um, well, especially at night although yeah. they, her, her des- depiction of his like whole like appearance in the morning is way friendlier so maybe there is an element of like christie's absorbing the atmosphere <laughs> i think so definitely <laughs> um she's
0: she's just picking up the
2: gothic vibe i think yes it's delightfully gothic this by the way is the book i thought i was recommending last halloween When ah, we did yes. the uh, <laughs> the other one cool um yes which was also very gothic so um but it's an, it's a mansion it's another gothic mansion that they encounter and have to yeah
0: this one is more reasonably sized the gothic mansion last year was just like ludicrously, yeah it was (laughs) (laughs) was too much mansion this is like christy and a reasonable amount of haunted mansion (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. okay uh yeah so then they have to settle in for the
0: the yes um They, they do the tour the house is real fancy it's surprisingly well maintained for an abandoned house um which the scary old man has said has been empty for longer than they've been alive which again isn't that long Mm -hmm. but whatever um everything has been very like nicely dusted and stuff it's even fancier than watson's mansion we're told Mm. um but is it as fancy as the delaney's does it have a two thousand dollar fish statue in the hall uh no it has a pool table i know i can't believe they didn't play any pool I went all over that. I know, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, you could have easily cleaned that up. That's not, like, hard to put away, like... <laughs> like, yes. Jackie
1: exactly. would have damaged the bays, though. Yeah, that's, that's a true, actually.
2: <laughs> I think at one point they're basically like, Jackie, just stop touching things.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, they,
0: they decide the guy is a real good caretaker. Um, but Charlie is like, this house is kept up pretty well, considering no one lives in it. Um, I I wouldn't notice that and automatically go straight to ghosts i would just think
1: yeah i guess someone tidies up like if anything it's the opposite of the goth of gothic like you know yes a living human enters this house and maintains it regularly yeah (laughs) Yeah.
2: spooky i i would think that was strange but not but i would assume there was an explanation
1: odd but not spooky i think yeah yeah
2: in itself that's not creepy the house itself perhaps is a little bit atmospheric and weird but no, I would be much more creeped out by sheets and, you know, <laughs> dust.
0: Yes, exactly. Um, also, it's things are officially too gothic, even for Karen Brewer, who is like scared and upset. <laughs> yeah.
2: She likes to be in charge of the gothic. That's it's, true. <laughs> she doesn't like to have gothic foisted upon her.
0: No, that's very true. I mean, I suppose that's gothic. It's only fun when you pretend scared. Mm hmm otherwise it's just frightening (laughs) so yes the house is very fancy and well-maintained and um appears to belong to rich people uh (laughs) they do a lot of just walking around looking at the furnishings
1: yeah (laughs) kind of felt like i was on daft you know yes just looking at a house i can't afford going oh that looks very nice and fancy when i win the lottery (laughs) yes exactly um they they well they
2: they go from looking around to snooping pretty fast so fast <laughs> <laughs> i think i yeah i would enjoy a bit of a snoop too if i was yeah
1: in
0: that situation but... I, I
1: would have done absolutely the same yes 100 percent. like at one stage karen's like oh no we can't read someone's diary and i'm like yeah you can if it's 50 years old read it immediately yeah. <laughs>
0: here we are it's in my hand I'm looking at the pages <laughs> it appears I am reading someone's diary
1: like I I the only reason I don't read everyone's diary like not that people have them doing but you know the only reason I don't do equivalent level snoopery anytime I'm near the printed word <laughs> is because I consciously remind myself the society disapproves of this and it will upset other people <laughs> like I have no actual internal like prevention conscience that pricks me at this i'm just like why shouldn't i read the letter from that person's doctor it's right there it's terrible but look i i i deal with it by being like because society says you can't Eva, and then i don't i'm a i've I've got even
2: worse than that because i do a lot of archival research uh, and it's kind of like, um, ooh, it's a letter. <laughs> you should write the date on it on a note saying what this was about. Um, but I have to say all the babysitters are so lucky in their archival research. Like they um they find a wonderful archivist in the town in maine who tells them exactly what the deal is with the big haunted house they're staying in um and people do so much scrapbooking they do so much scrapbooking they they have yearbooks with things written in them um dawn finds the most useful history book ever to explain (laughs) the house that she's living in like just when she's starting to think it might be haunted and now this they're like gosh there's it feels like this house maybe has a backstory oh look here's a diary that explains it so undocumented in detail with pictures also there are scrapbooks separate scrapbooks so many multiple have, scrapbooks some of them have deeds in them like
1: I know. And well, that's what i put in my scrapbooks <laughs> i mean i mean there's the difference between like a novel or a role-playing game for that matter <laughs> and reality
0: yeah not enough scrapbooking in reality
2: my archival research is like I'm looking for one letter. I know it's in this cardboard box. There are 27 folders in it. I've gone through 27 folders of receipts and begging letters and somebody's (laughs) old school report that they kept because, like, Charles Stewart Pardell signed it (laughs) because he was the principal. (laughs) And, like, miscellaneous bullshit. And then it's in folder number 27. (laughs) Yeah, so that's what that's like. That's what it's actually like in real life. It doesn't just pop off the shelf and be like, "Hey, read me. I've got
0: information." I think we should write a sternly worded letter to Scholastic. Um, <laughs> and keep a carbon copy for our own records saying that their their, their depictions of archival research in very young girls accurate. unrealistic expectations. Well, tell you
1: what, there, card. Why don't you write a middle grade novel with realistic research scenes in? Yeah, that'll be a hit. Yeah. <laughs>
2: this should take way longer and be less successful and interesting
0: the genealogists club (laughs) (laughs) oh my god who am i kidding i'd read
2: the hell out of that so would i also it's it's so fun looking through everybody's old old crap i should probably do that it might get rid of those terrible like nosy letter reading urges well then you just start looking at other people's medical letters like future archival material (laughs) And it makes you just, you're just as nosy. And then you can never throw anything away. So no, I actually don't recommend it. Okay. Yeah,
0: I think as a as a child I thought too much about the archival process and it may has made me have lifelong trouble throwing things away because I'm like but what if I get real famous and someone needs to write my autobiography and they need my diary from when I was 11 same to get a sense of like my mental state at the time same and I'm doing future generations a disservice if I throw this out so I can have some damn room in my house same <laughs> then I um i just got rid of my diary from when i was 11 like a week ago finally why (laughs) because i don't think (laughs) because i was a very bad diary keeper and i don't think but now i can't read
1: it Karen or esther i can't read it now (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) um i i just i think there's probably better ways to find out about my mental state at the time
1: okay like like asking you
0: you could ask me and i'd say oh uh, yeah grand a bit stressed probably it's fine
2: i've been i've been asking you to write a tell all memoir for years now and you refuse to oblige me <laughs> so
0: none of the dirt is in my diaries because i'm a really bad diarist <laughs> okay i i hate handwriting <laughs> i hate the experience of it i never keep a diary for more than like a month so none of the dirt is in there
2: okay do you know what we really need to listen to if we want to get a true understanding of esther's mental state at this point in time Mm -hmm. is the radio show that you recorded (laughs) with the office parties story in it
0: if you can find me a cassette player that will allow me to convert my cassette recording to a wav file i will let you listen to the office party story
2: i'll bet rick on that i have a cd player with a cassette tape in it i could just get you to play it or i could just play it next to my fancy microphone
0: We'll see what we can do.
2: <laughs> Give me the tape. Give me the tape. Before it degrades, old cassette tapes are actually approaching their expiry date now. So um listeners, please convert your old cassettes if you have anything useful on them, because they don't last forever.
0: This has been an important PSA brought to you by the podcast at Don's Says
2: <laughs> No, but seriously, I'm I'm obsessed with keeping stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think we've all made that quite clear. <laughs> Alright, we should get back to this book. Um Marianne and Don are babysitting uh the triplets are all talking backwards um which i think is just ellen miles trying to throw in some like david lynch atmospheric weirdness it's like
1: identical multiples talking backwards it's it's a whole mood either that or like she was just trying to find something for them to do that wasn't misogyny <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes mallory wearily says that it keeps them busy and she's happy for that Which makes Mallory sound very, very worn down. (laughs)
2: She's so world-weary. It's delightful. It was
1: this or get into drugs. (laughs) If you Uh were, like, the caretaking oldest of eight, then you would sound kind of worn down. No, that's true. It's a miracle Mm -hmm. Mallory can muster any
0: enthusiasm for anything in life. It's fair.
2: Also, the the triplets are so obnoxious that, like... Yeah, absolutely. This is like Um, one of the least (laughs) obnoxious things they've done. Yes. She's probably like, I just can't wait till they get into drugs. And it just gives them something else to focus on.
0: (laughs) And then they'll be out of the house at least.
2: Or being obnoxious musicians. (laughs) Like badly playing the guitar. They're
0: definitely going to start a band. (gasps) Mm. Yeah.
2: Okay. Anyway, they're doing that. Um, And the other kids are playing Twister.
1: The, the bit I have highlighted in this chapter is um, the talking about the the, the, the Marianne and, and, ah, the, 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 and Dawn looking at the weather. You know, mm-hmm. I've never seen anything like this, said Dawn. Um, and you know, Marianne's like, no, I've never seen rain like this either. It's like, welcome to climate change, kids. There'll be more <laughs> of this. Mm, Won't yep. be the last time. Yeah, Dawn
0: doesn't even like go on at great length about how good the weather is in California, which I was kind of bracing for. <laughs> but yes it rains a lot none of us are impressed by the description of rain we all feel like we've seen rain like this like on the regular all the time yes
1: it's kind of like how since hurricane ophelia every storm i'm just like oh that's fine that's not even a bad storm i don't know what yeah. the what's that orange weather warning about met erin uh
2: <laughs> stop being exactly. dramatic
1: yeah if a roof didn't blow off a school I'm I'm not here for Like, it. I'm not interested. Like, just, like, call me when two-thirds
2: of the country has no electricity, okay? If there aren't, like, thousands of stranded trampolines just all over the country, <laughs> <laughs> festooning the trees in the wrong backyards, then, yeah, no, it's not really a storm.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's got to be a rain of trampolines. <laughs> Basically, not a ton happens in this, except they start to realise that nobody's come home and people are starting to get worried uh marianne is extra worried because marianne is marianne mm-hmm. um watson has in fact told the police watson seems to be just basically solo parenting in this one
2: mm, um, for the whole um, town
0: yeah like um elizabeth sort of very very vaguely turns up at the very end but like watson has taken charge of the situation <laughs> mm-hmm. um everyone is fretting meanwhile back in the gothic mansion Jackie Radowski has just realized that his mother probably thinks he's dead and is upset and I continue to get more stressed out by this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is genuinely very stressful yeah. to read. I'm going to keep saying that. Uh they continue to tour the house. They find the cool servant bells in the kitchen.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um this is, hang on actually yes, I do object to this because like this is cool gothic trope 101 is that there's a panel of servant bells in the kitchen and then some of them will ring creepily at times when nobody yeah. was in the room where the bell was connected mm-hmm. to uh-huh. and then that never happens i know the
1: bells are never revisited they never ring they never mm-hmm. scare anyone yeah like i feel cheated it's chekhost bells didn't ring that's not exactly. fair exactly <laughs> but i i i think this is about really hammering home that no this house isn't actually even slightly haunted at all <laughs> Which most Spoiler. of them would have a, oh, well, here's a plausible explanation. Except remember the three things that there isn't a plausible explanation for. But yeah. this one is just like, no, legit. Like this just, it's just a house, guys.
2: <laughs> there, there are points where people think they hear mysterious noises elsewhere in the house. And at one point when they are reading the diary, Christy is like, do I hear something that sounds maybe like crying? Uh, and I was like, okay, that's, <laughs> she treats that very casually for what would yeah. be the most terrifying <laughs> noise <laughs> in existence. Uh, but yeah, so that, that's just like literally yeah. just perception of, but of like things as being yeah. other things. It,
1: yeah. it really is the house settling. Like, yeah. All of that, any of that occurs like during a storm in an old house, none yeah. of it is inexplicable.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like normally in these books, ghosts are real. And this one is just like, no, big houses are creaky. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. But I do feel, I, I feel betrayed by the Board of Bells because mm. you have certain expectations when you see a bunch of bells. I did. And yeah, I'm disappointed.
1: We were thwarted. Yeah. I was let down. We were all let down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, were, we were rooting for you, Ellen Miles. <laughs> <laughs> we're not mad. We're just disappointed. Exactly. Um, well, I'm a little mad. They continue <laughs> to look around. Um, they... Oh yes, we, we, we get a little sort of a wink to like a kind of a Lovecraft mood when um, Jackie Radowski pulls a gigantic set of curtains on himself um, oh, yeah. and has turned into a sort of bulging amoeba-like blob. <laughs> and everyone stands
2: around and laughs at him for <laughs> yes. quite some time before they help him get out from underneath the curtains.
0: <laughs> but they don't have a lot to pass the time.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, fair. It, it also like makes no effort at all to actually be in any way Lovecraftian. It's...
0: well no but the description yeah. he looked like a giant amoeba um it is kinda... definitely gives me like you know there's some cosmic horror being alluded to, <laughs> the word to do, but in a comic interlude
1: involving a small
0: clumsy child exactly i
2: mean last year
0: we had a widow's
2: walk we had a creepy seaside town we had plenty of lovecraft going on we didn't have year, a coherent so, yeah.
1: plot though
2: so yeah there's that this has a much better plot it does that's true
0: it's uh... it's very like tightly plotted
2: um so yeah so at what point then they they eat a very um pathetic dinner of apples and bread yeah um which we note that the the kids are given much more food than the more or less grown-ups which is like
1: oh it's so (laughs) self-sacrificing the more or less grown-ups who are like 13 13 and what 17
2: uh yes like those are very hungry ages to be (laughs) yeah so yeah fair play to them
1: look christy at one point is Talking about how great Charlie is, like, here, and yeah. I'm just, like, imagining Charlie's inner monologue of, oh, God, oh, God, <laughs> oh, God, do not look as scared as you feel the entire time, like.
0: Yeah. Charlie has definitely seen enough slasher movies to be convinced that the old man is definitely going to kill them all in their sleeve.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Charlie has probably like checked all the locks and done like booby traps and things that we don't know about because he didn't want to tell anyone.
0: Charlie is stacking up cans by the back door. (laughs) Oh yeah. Go full Marianne. Yeah. Or Charlie
2: is is in a slightly stoned haze and is like, this is cool. It's kind of cool.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's a chill vibe. I like it.
2: (laughs) oh yeah um so like christy and bart have a good working relationship in this one that's quite interesting to see um and that i don't remember an equivalent friendship with like a bloke at this (laughs) Mm. point in time i think i did have some male friends but like uh they they really do a lot of um like they're co-coaching and then they're minding all these kids and um like christy notices that bart uh gives her like he points out Ideas that she's had and stuff to the like, she's he's sort of, um, he's kind of being very supportive and amplifying her voice in a lot of ways. Yeah. I'm like, this is very perceptive for a 13 year old, even one that's probably trying very hard.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so, he's being yeah. a good babysitter, basically.
2: Yeah, he is actually. Um, uh, and so is Charlie. Charlie is actually, yes. pl- is plain and blinder here as well, even if yeah. he is yeah. a bit stone So
0: um... the, the boys are all generally <laughs> quite non toxic in this. Yeah, they it's are good. actually. It's, it's good going. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, Jackie Rudowsky gives us some valuable exposition. Um, So they've been looking at the obligatory portraits around the house and Mm -hmm. they see the portrait of a man called Owen Sawyer. And uh, Charlie says that they're on Sawyer Road. And Jackie says, then this must be the Sawyer house! Dun-dun-dun! Which is apparently a legendary haunted house in the area. Mm -hmm. Uh, People see things happening. Like, sometimes lights go on and off in the night. Sometimes... Doors hang open. Sometimes smoke comes from the chimney. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's like there are people in the house doing house things. <laughs> oh my God.
2: But it's abandoned.
0: But maybe it's not. But, you know, there's clearly a caretaker living right next door. But it's definitely haunted. It's definitely ghosts. Only ghosts could explain all of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Christie says that there's probably no such thing as ghosts because she's forgotten the ghosts are canonically real in this setting mm-hmm. because nobody ever makes a big deal about it but uh yes consider the atmosphere amped up uh
2: they they find another portrait as well of a beautiful young girl uh labeled dorothy yes uh which is also important foreshadowing Mm -hmm. except i don't know if it's foreshadowing when their next whole bunch of the book is just all about dorothy
1: that's true it's just hey the plot's here it's just the introduction (laughs) to dorothy really yes
2: she's a girl and she's beautiful and there's a picture of her with a sad
1: sweet smile yes yes Karen
0: uh Christy takes Karen and Patty who is the girl from the bashers uh to just nose around the house some more so mm-hmm. they go find Dorothy's bedroom uh which has classic literature but no bees and Ramona uh, <laughs> thank you for another drive by book rec Anna Martin oh yeah oh <laughs> <sighs> They're a solid choice. They're excellent books. <laughs> Highly recommend.
2: I probably read them on the basis that I'd heard about them in these books. Uh, and they were in my school library and why not? <laughs> and
0: that is exactly
1: how it works though.
0: Yes. Yes. So. I mean, and that's definitely what Anna was attempting to achieve constantly.
1: She knows what she's at.
0: So yes, Patty, um, Patty is a little legend and has instantly found a, like a locket with important pictures in it and a diary key. I think
2: they don't look in the locket, do they? Do they actually look in it? Because um, I think Christie is like, oh, we probably shouldn't because that feels a bit intrusive. But the key is for the diary. And they're, they're like, well, we can't just not read the diary now that we have a diary <laughs> and a key.
1: <laughs> yes. It doesn't count if you think the person it wrote in it's probably dead. Like, it's fine. <laughs> That's historical research. It's not nosiness.
0: If you're stranded in a gothic mansion overnight, it doesn't count as snooping. It's just playing into the conventions of the genre you've wandered into exactly <laughs> it's you know it's like investigating a scary noise in your frilly night dress it's like you wouldn't do it normally but when in
1: rome but you're wearing a frilly nightdress, so what choice do you have exactly i will say on the uh, on the subject of utter nosiness one of my larp characters once was in a library where we've been told not to read anything or no we definitely couldn't take anything and there was this rolled up scroll and I wanted to know what it said. So I picked it up and then uh, the invisible referee told me that I was paralyzed. And um, like I drew the scroll out of my hand and I stood frozen for however long. Par- paralyzed lasted and then I went, okay, well, maybe I could unroll it in time to read it before the paralysis hits. So I went and I tried to unroll it. And I had paralysis again. And then I was like. No, I'm not giving up on this. I really want to read this. And then he hit the referee hit me with um, the petrify effect, which is one of the most lethal effects in the game. And as I was sitting there, I didn't really know the people I was with. So I was like, I don't know if any of them can remove this petrify. This is the right way for my character to go. Killed (laughs) by sheer fucking nosiness. This is a good death. Turned out there was someone who could get rid of the petrify and I was absolutely fine. But it would have been such an appropriate death. <laughs> I was like, it's an Efa trap. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. yes. Did you get to read the scroll?
0: And was it any good?
1: I, 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 I Actually, they wouldn't let me read it after <laughs> I was petrified. There was nothing in it. And I could not in good conscience use up the amount of magic power it takes to remove a petrify a second time. Or oh, I really would have tried again. <laughs>
2: Like, i'd say your your team would have been like we don't like her that much <laughs> like she's clearly got a death wish it's
0: fair it's fair okay so yeah the the diary is um hilariously uh <laughs> this i sure am living in this historical era yes <laughs> new year's day 1935 what an exciting time this is president roosevelt says the country will be back on its feet soon and the depression won't last much longer yeah but not for the reasons you think you will (laughs) (laughs) yes thank you for situating us in a time and place diary Mm -hmm. um now let's just get straight into my personal backstory (laughs) this is the point at which christy um thinks she hears someone crying in the distance they do also have a house full of scared small children so it's quite possible she just heard one of them yeah crying yes also (laughs) be
1: like the hand waviness in the diary of thank goodness papa managed to avoid losing all his money (laughs) Yes, nice, smooth
2: means. I like to regularly congratulate myself on like historical circumstances that passed (laughs) me by, and I'm just casually writing about my day.
1: One of us should definitely blog somewhere. Like, thank goodness nobody in my immediate family was affected by the COVID nineteen virus (laughs) so far.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, okay, we've we've probably expositioned a bit about the COVID vaccine, uh, the COVID pandemic in the last couple of
1: years but yeah
0: not in writing
1: yeah <laughs> so much not that like, so. i did actually one of the things i filed today when i was being virtuous and doing the chores i've been putting off for several months was like various little bits and pieces of like covid vaccine certs that not certs the cards and Mm. information packs about covid and stuff that i kept because like i definitely want to show like future generations like
2: yeah i have a file of stuff too you can
1: use this in your school project about the 2000 about the 2020 pandemic you know
2: oh cool yeah thanks mom
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah sophia tried to keep a diary
0: for future generations when this all started and then she was like actually i'm sick of writing a diary i'm just going to tell them it was really boring and i just played a lot of minecraft
1: (laughs) that's legit though that's That's very accurate
2: legitimate um from my experience and like not to go on too much about archival research but i like people do not talk about historical event that just happened um it's mainly like uh dear sir can i please borrow some money and um (laughs) God, I'm so pissed off with this person. Do you, can you believe this shit that they pulled? It's, <laughs> like, that's the level. And you're like, where's this, cho- where's the cholera epidemic? <laughs> like, isn't that happening right now? And they're just like, no, I had a really good sandwich though.
1: <laughs> I mean, I guess if it was an immediate family member that had died of cholera, they might mention it. By the way, sad about Mary dying of cholera. <laughs> but nobody in my project
2: has done so. <laughs> Even though I know people did. Well, I guess
1: nobody important died of cholera. Just um, someone's mother. <laughs> like. But like everyone you're writing to knows your mother died of cholera. You don't need to tell them that.
2: And what you do need, what you do need them to know is that you need money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Yes. Priorities. Yes. Though you people think that my priorities. mother just died of cholera
0: would like strengthen <laughs> that appeal. I'm not texting you guys every morning to go, God, the coronavirus pandemic sure does suck. I'm texting you to go, like, I'm so
1: irritated because it's, like, some tweet I saw. Yeah. Yes. The lady on the bus said a thing. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, yes. <laughs>
2: the annoying lady on the yes.
0: bus.
1: <laughs> like, you know. <laughs>
0: exactly you you already know how i feel about pandemics so it's fine yeah
2: i mean we also know how you feel about that woman on the bus but we like to hear about what she's done now. it's way
1: more interesting we're all living through a pandemic and it's boring yeah, that's true <laughs> yes not
0: all of us are living through my commute full of obnoxious people <sighs> oh
2: okay so anyway president roosevelt is the president, the president roosevelt
0: says that um the war is going to be great for the economy and it's all going to be grand and we're all going to learn to work in munitions factories and it'll be brilliant um more importantly some guy called will has proposed to her and she's in love with him but also she's like but i want to go travel europe and exotic lands and you know wifehood seems like a gilded prison etc um so she's sort of agonizing over what to do um she wishes that her dead mother was around to give advice and christie's like oh just like marianne and then they decide that they're going to elope uh they are going to meet late at night and run away together and she's going to leave a note to her father and owen sawyer yes so she's running away with william blackburn and she's going to marry him against her father's wishes yes and hope that she can convince him that she doesn't really want to be a housewife after all, even though he wants her to be a housewife. So she's sure it'll all pan out.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just thinking about what Captain Awkward would say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Karen Brewer is like, wow, I hope she knows what she's doing. And I think, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she does, Karen. <laughs> yeah, the signs are not good. Uh, this is the last diary entry, and there's no more evidence as to what happened
2: and Karen says what does she say specifically this is a very feminist take from a seven year old
1: women didn't have it easy back then did they yeah to which I responded with luckily it's now the 90s and feminism has fixed everything forever (laughs) Uh, sorry Aoife girl power (laughs) it was pre Spice Girls 1993
2: (laughs) yeah that's true just
0: about Yes, Karen says she wanted to get out of her father's house, and the only way was to marry this guy. Mm-hmm. These these seven year olds are on, you know, they're making some good points. They're very I know, perceptive. like valid.
1: I mean, it was the sort of thing that like made me feel like patronizingly superior to previous generations when I was that age.
3: Yes,
2: like,
1: oh wow, mm. they thought women couldn't. Oh, that's so. I'm glad we're better than that now. Bless. Yeah, I know, <laughs> yes.
2: right. Mm. Um. I should. She is also in love with the guy, which is a, yes, a, an interesting one. It was. So I think I kind of I, I read this very swiftly last night, and was like, "Oh, she's in love with the guy." Well, that's. I guess that's okay. Then probably work out. <laughs> Which is a really very <laughs> naive take on this whole thing. I realize. I realize now. It's it's actually yeah. It's much clearer. Like uh, more clearly. She's
1: in love with the guy, but they have completely they have completely like uh, opposite um like in, in like life plans. But you know, yes. I'm sure they'll just work it out because they're in love. Yeah. Yes. She remarks that she
0: thinks he's starting to take her seriously after their many fights on the topic. And I think, oh, oh no, oh boy,
2: oh no. I have just seen so many historical lives play out in the course of my work that I'm like you know a lot of the time it was like making the best of it but then I'm not writing fiction (laughs) I'm stuck with stuff that actually happened
1: (laughs) I think maybe by the mid-30s there was a little more choice
2: yeah, and there was, there was about to be a whole lot more wiggle room because, mm. yes, the, yeah. <laughs> they they actually were going to need lots of ladies to work in the munition factories, etc. So,
3: yeah.
0: I'm also wondering if there's, like, a little bit of a resonance with Christy here. Because Christy, like, likes Bart but is clearly terrified by the idea of being a girlfriend.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: And, like, it's never really... It it never really becomes a plot point and it's never something Christy ever thinks about or anything like that. But I'm wondering if this was kind of intentionally if it's intentional that it's Christy who comes across this. It's like
3: Mm.
0: I like this guy, but I
2: think Christy's ambivalence towards Bart is like I think I think Ellen Miles is doing a great job on picking up on something that is consistent throughout the series. Um and I like I the whole thing about like (laughs) Haha, <laughs> Christie's a lesbian is like, no, Christy is a, like, canonically very doubtful about the notion of going out with this guy in every book, even though she really likes him as a person. Yeah. yeah. Clearly. And he's very nice to her. And yeah. they have a lot in common. She's just like, yeah. this so I think that's extremely consistent across the whole it, thing. It, yeah. Basically.
1: And I will say, like, mm-hmm. while I'm a big cheerleader for Chris, the whole Christie's a lesbian thing, like, I definitely fancied boys, but also I definitely acted like Christy. Like, <laughs> a very uncomfortable with, like, the notion of having to act out my part in a romance.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, like And people would
2: see me being a girlfriend. Oh, that would be so awkward. Also, <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> I, I mean, frankly, I, I still am and I'm married, you know? so <laughs> They're so
2: young. Actually, yeah. 13 is very, real very early smart. in yeah. that whole face so yeah only yeah. little
0: yeah no i'm not so much saying that i think oh christy's developed this mindset because it suits this book i'm mm-hmm. more thinking that finding the diary of this particular person is a plot that is particularly suited to christy rather yes. than like yeah yeah stacy or yeah. dawn mm-hmm. or someone would not like you know it it, it resonates with christy's whole like burnt, burnt the, vibe. Yeah.
2: yeah the place she's in right now yes. exactly <laughs>
1: what lesbian town (laughs) whatever the reason for her you know yeah ambivalent feelings about bart on being a girlfriend (laughs) yes yes (laughs) to a boy exactly (laughs) a real boy
0: (laughs) someone who could happen to be her boyfriend (laughs) let's not go that far (laughs) (sighs) oh Um, so next we cut to Claudia babysitting at the Newtons and oh yeah, Claudia is, I'm going to have to do an outfit spoiler on this because this chapter yes. very heavily hinges on what oh, she's yeah. wearing. <laughs> so she goes into to the Newtons <laughs> and decides not to bother with a coat and umbrella. Um, she is wearing white knee length jean shorts, white keds and a tie dyed t-shirt she'd made the week before. A beautiful one with spirals of yellow and green and purple. Uh, she's also wearing earrings made from sea glass, uh which sound very adorable.
2: They're in silver cages. And yes. I at the time I remember not knowing what the cages would look like, mm. and now I'm like, that's the most nineties thing ever. Yeah,
0: the little spiral of wire wrapped around. Wire wrapped jewelry. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um like actually all the all the outfits in this I think have shifted to the nineties. Which is quite yeah, quite interesting. Um yes, her outfit is great. Yes. <laughs> <So>
0: she- <laughs> goes out to the Newtons promptly gets absolutely lashed on um and all the dye runs all over everything (laughs) so she's covered in yellow and green and purple dye and
2: her her white shorts and shoes are dyed as well I'm like that feels almost like the kind of thing Claudia would lean into as an artist yeah
0: (laughs) just be like it's it's um it's a natural dyeing process it's fine (laughs) yeah exactly dyed by weather exactly yeah it's you know working with the elements i like it yeah um so she panics and calls janine for advice and i'm actually just <laughs> delighted by her whole interaction with janine <laughs>
2: janine is very very unhelpful
0: she's like... really trying though i love it <laughs> um so yes first of all she's absolutely astonished by how hard it is to look after the newton kids and janine's like give them Cheerios but I don't know where to get a bowl of milk and spoon and Claudia's like Mm. no they eat dry Cheerios it's fine this (laughs) is what toddlers live off um so then Janine is like looking at Claudia's multicolored problem and she's like I'm sure there's a simple solvent I'll go home and research it what what are the particular properties of the dye you used and it's (laughs) like that's a sensible legitimate question and I have a lot of respect for her asking it I
2: I read that and was like, no human would say that. Even a big nerd like Janine. <laughs> well, <laughs> I actually no. feel like this is very um, like, oh, I will write a robot sister. <laughs> it wants to know the properties of the dye. Um, like, you could you could ask, like, you know, is this a, what kind of dye did you use? Is this water soluble? Do you know anything more? Do you have the packet? Like, but
1: that's always been Janine, though, is that she doesn't think she asks that question in the way she thinks of it not the way someone else will understand it like that's always been it is a particularly not very well written robotic sort of version of that but that's always been the problem with janine and claudia is that janine doesn't really think about whether claudia can understand what she's saying and the way she's asking it I,
2: I feel like saying it. it's not Claudia that doesn't understand her <laughs> so much <laughs> as Claudia yeah. is covered with dye and trying to man yeah it's just yeah oh yeah
1: no yeah. agreed like I mean this is something that Jeanine can figure out the fuck out for herself um and she should have asked what the, the brand and type of dye was and gone off done her own thing
0: yeah yes Although- what brand of dye would have been a better way into this issue <laughs> but she really does want to help you know she's she she just try
1: she wants mm. as much
0: information as possible, and she's going home to do a research montage. Which she doesn't have Google, so
2: this yeah. is going to be like some hardcore research. I don't know what she's going to do at all, to be quite honest. Bust
1: like, out the encyclopedia. Take out a bunch of college-level chemistry textbooks and start figuring this out. Yeah, it's in the evening. <laughs> she's going to break into the library, no, she probably just, yeah, has just them. take them out from her room. Like she <laughs> oh just has God. them. Come on. Yeah.
2: <laughs> i've got some like hydrochloric acid right
0: let's just splash this on you or she goes through the recycling bin at home and digs out the
1: packet of dye yeah and like she might get the solvent tomorrow but she'll do the research tonight
0: i thought it was sweet that she was trying so hard it is i I mean i had this highlighted as
2: well i thought it was pretty funny
1: i have to say (laughs) the start of the chapter made me really sad because in claudia's handwritten bit which i actually read for some reason and they didn't Mm. like annoy me She tried to write, It Was Really a Disastrous Night, and she crosses out attempts at spelling the word disastrous three times and then changes it to bad. And that just breaks my heart. Like, Claude, it's like, why does nobody help you? Like, Claudia, why does nobody help you? I hate it.
2: Because they're not speaking the same language as her. It's like established.
1: Like, she's dyslexic, guys. It's not that she doesn't know the word. Yeah. She just can't spell it and she feels too bad and self-conscious about her spelling to use it then.
0: Don't worry, the chapter picks up later on. Jamie Newton finds out that children can die.
1: Oh yeah, no, this was Claude and I, that was the Claude... <laughs> well, it wasn't really... It was partially Claudia's fault but it was mostly everyone else being really fucking inconsiderate and ringing her while she's babysitting.
0: <laughs> yes. And yeah, that was Claude really doesn't
1: have a poker face which is like, fair enough, she's 13, maybe she doesn't. Yeah. And, like, everyone else was just being so inconsiderate.
0: So, yeah. yes, everyone keeps phoning up and asking if she's heard anything, and she hasn't. So Jamie eventually twigs out what's going on. Um, Claudia is, like, rigging around the hospitals. Then Jamie is like, do you think they're dead? Can kids die? What's up with that? It's like, <laughs> and then Claudia has to, like, explain mortality oh to her. I have it it's like, the,
1: the, you know, when the Newtons came home, she pulled Mrs. Newton aside and filled her in on what was ha- what had happened. And my note that is... <laughs> I told your four-year-old about a potential disaster because I have no poker face and my friends are inconsiderate and now we won't stop talking about death. Uh, <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> oh, no tin tonight. <laughs> anyway,
2: yeah. So Jamie, um, uh, Jamie is actually, I suppose, asking about his fellow
1: team members.
0: Yeah. Yes. Um, and whether they're dead.
1: And... <laughs> <laughs> and whether children can die. Yeah. Oh, Jamie, sweetie. <laughs> and why god allows bad things to happen i mean um, i like the <laughs> whole answer <laughs> to him like it's kind of she's trying to strike a balance of like yes children can die but no it doesn't happen very often and we're sure they're all fine <laughs> like oh <laughs> better
0: hope that's right it's probably not what happened here okay
3: <laughs> yes, yes.
2: No. Uh, oh jesus uh, okay Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, babysitting fail it was a disastrous night
2: spoiler nobody dies no
1: the only only one person has ever died in these books yeah that's true and a dog and we skipped that book because we were sad enough about the dog (laughs) yes
0: the dog was a lot of work the dog was very tough going um back at the house uh we've got more babysitting tips they're playing getting to know you games uh to both distract the crashers from their terrifying predicament and to uh help the crashers get to know each other because the two teams don't know each other that well so Mm -hmm. we learn a bunch of random facts christy reels off her list of things that she dislikes um she's added dressing up to the list of things (laughs) she's been
2: through the rigmarole with karen too many times at this point (laughs) yes
0: um i also love that patty from the um the bashers says that when she goes up she wants to be a carpenter and ride a motorcycle and then she wants to be president and i hope she fulfills all of her dreams yes
2: oh so i did the maths on this right Mm -hmm. um so patty is seven Mm -hmm. if she's canonically seven in 1993 uh stop me if my maths are wrong here then at the time of the 2020 election she would only have been 34.
0: Ah, so, uh, still fine. so
2: 2024 is the one to watch guys for patty for president yeah, yeah. so and i don't care which side she runs on <laughs> to be quite honest because she gotta split the vote either way so.
0: bart uh says that he thinks the crashers are going to be an even better team After this bonding experience, and Christy is a pretty (laughs) awesome person. She blushes in the dark. It's very cute.
2: Oh, sorry. He says that she's a pretty awesome person, and then subsequently, Christy blushes in the dark. It's not that Bart announces that she's cool because she blushes in the dark, which is what I understood from your description. There. (laughs)
0: Okay, that would be hilarious.
2: (laughs) And she's like, "What? I don't do that." (laughs) Um. uh, Yeah. I. I I guess this bonding experience will bring them closer together. Uh it it turns out it's all a horrible corporate gag. Like, <laughs> it's been organized.
0: Yeah, Christian Bart played a ton of money to have this happen to him.
2: <laughs> oh god. And then she wrote a book in which she doesn't mention. That's what happened. About being a team leader. Uh, mm. Nowadays, she's a motivational
1: speaker. I don't think Christy needs a corporate, like, retreat sort of survival scenario to, like, be a team leader.
2: Let's be real. Nobody fucking needs that. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. (laughs) Uh,
0: The kids are doing more snooping. Um, Jackie and the others have been going through the big uh, fancy desk in the library and they found more documentation of the house's (laughs) troubled past.
2: Jackie is the best researcher ever. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes, they found a tremendously convenient scrapbook about the fact that when Dorothy was supposed to elope, she went missing. Um, There are Uh many newspaper headlines, such as, local girl still missing. Uh, Strange disappearance during storm. So the bridges got washed out, as they want to do.
2: This is... This is angry pig goes hog wild country, right? (laughs) So if somebody goes missing, of course they're going (laughs) to write a lot of newspaper articles about it for many years after. Yeah,
0: that I'm not questioning. (laughs) I just find it hilarious that someone curated them so lovingly. (laughs) So yeah, there's a a detailed, um, you know, linear timeline put together here of the search for Dorothy and the fact that Mm -hmm. she was never found and that there was a terrible storm on a night very much like this one. And that everyone decided she must have drowned because the bridge is washed out because the bridges are shit. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I'm very angry about the bad bridge construction here.
1: I mean, obviously they're right. Karen has researched this and they really shouldn't have both washed out. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, like, it's just that they both washed out on the same night. Yeah, like, like it
1: is very unlikely that the underpinnings, the foundations of the bridges would both have eroded yeah. the exact same time. I think so. Is
0: this a problem with like local funding allocations to bridge maintenance or is this Jackie Radowski? Who are we blaming?
1: I personally would go with Jackie Radowski. I don't think this um, area is underfunded generally, going by the amount of immunities in the tiny town of Stony Brook there are a lot of yeah, mentions too but it turns out infrastructure is a big blind spot in American
2: like funding allocation
1: maybe they just put all their money into the like amazing civic arts center in Stony Brook and like had nothing left for road and bridge maintenance <laughs> yeah
2: they're like fuck the roads <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> The bridges will take care of themselves.
1: Nobody needs
2: bridges. <laughs> rugged individualism. We go- don't need bridges. <laughs> bridges are basically
0: socialists. So.
1: <laughs> it was Jackie Radowski that calls them both to go out within five minutes of each other. However, yeah. both bridges were, like, scandalously ill-maintained. <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> I can get behind that. Perry. Okay.
2: I think um, we're back to the Rocky Horror Picture Show and someone has just sabotaged the bridges. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Okay, so yes, then David Michael finds a convenient photo album. (laughs) The the primary sources are just pouring in at this point. It's amazing. Um, There's lots of pictures of Dorothy and her father Owen Sawyer and Will, um, which they all agree is a bit odd because Will did not in fact get to marry into the family. So -hmm. Christy decides that Dorothy's dad probably went a bit mad and made a family album in which he retcons it so that they all got to be together as a family it's elaborate it's very elaborate and has no real evidence for it and then they look at will and think that he looks a bit familiar and then no more is said about that
1: <laughs> i mean i did tag this with what was it there's that hey he looks familiar doesn't he i think so too but how could he be i mean he'd be an old old man by now i did tag that with lads he met an old man literally two hours ago come on <laughs> <laughs>
2: man though i have a good explanation for the scrapbook and everything oh mm-hmm.
0: uh
2: someone's writing a book about the mysterious disappearance of dorothy
0: <laughs>
2: <Ooh>. <laughs> or uh, it may be, um planning a true crime podcast uh-huh. Uh-huh. tie in um
1: a really prescient person in 1993 planning a true crime podcast <laughs> once podcasts are
0: going to be invented i'm going to disrupt the space with this <laughs>
1: they're they're not planning it right now
2: but somebody will piggyback on the book and basically release a podcast that's just the book distilled into podcast format
0: it's a good thing they were sensible enough to put it together into scrapbooks and not just a murder wall because that would have been so much scarier for the kids to find amazing then they also hear a noise and they think it's the ghost but it turns out it's just the caretaker (gasps) so symbolic i know right Let's say no more about that for the time being. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, everyone decides that they've done enough, like, prying into people's tragedies and it's time to go to bed. So they are all going to camp out downstairs. Um, They're not going to sleep in the bedrooms because that seems kind of (laughs) creepy. And I agree. That does seem kind of creepy.
2: I remember, yeah, like I remember reading this as a child and one of them, somebody like possibly Charlie is like, why don't we sleep upstairs? There's all these beds already made up there. And uh, uh, I was like, oh my God, Christy, don't do it. That sounds
1: terrifying.
2: (laughs) Don't split the party. Except I didn't know the concept of split the party, but.
1: Yes, exactly. If they had tried to do that, like, just nobody would have slept.
0: Everyone would have spent all night terrified. Or just being bold like running around gallivanting
2: and yeah running around screaming um like no you can't split up 11 children who are on a sleepover together they'll be fine there's
0: that's a what reason they did. charlie's not a babysitter <laughs>
2: yeah
0: <laughs> yeah that would have been very stupid um and yes then we get your favorite line from this Karen.
2: yes <laughs> oh do you want me to read it again yes okay Sorry. yes uh yes the line is um the rooms looked almost as if they were waiting for someone and i was pretty sure it wasn't me and a gang of three foot tall softball players great line
0: (laughs) it's such
2: a good line it's
0: and accurate (laughs) like
2: Uh, we don't get here
0: we're we we are not we're not supposed to be here we're not gothic enough small children are the opposite of gothic it's
2: interesting though because you could really read this whole book as Ah, but they were fated to arrive on a night very like the one on which Dorothy disappeared. Mm. Um, So maybe the rooms were waiting for Christy and her gang of softball players all along.
0: Good point. Mind blown.
2: Anyway, spoiler again. Um, Yeah, so they decide to sleep in the
0: sitting room? Um, Yes, because if they sit in the library, there are chairs and everyone will fight over the good chairs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> sleep in the sitting room where, so everyone has to s- sleep on the floor
2: i love that the yeah the description of the library is great it's just a delightful thing to read it's and just library like, born it's yeah <laughs> like
0: just there to be satisfying to read about
2: and also that they bothered establishing no we're going to sleep in a different room from this one yeah the, the author of this book really enjoyed describing the house yes, <laughs> yes. it's like a doll's house except it's like just textual. Yes.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could see, like, you know, she was clearly picturing if this was made into a movie, what does the set look like? And, oh, ooh, yeah, what, yeah. What kind of cool props have we got? Then we have a little heartbreaking bit when David Michael is like worried that Watson will be mad at him for not brushing his teeth, and she's oh, yeah. like, "No, it's fine. He'll just be glad you're not dead." Um, <laughs> <laughs> inwardly, <Sure>. but yeah. <laughs> And, and he's like, no, I, I have to brush
2: my teeth every night. No exceptions. <laughs> like, mm, yeah, but that's not how like <laughs> emergencies
1: work. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's fine. fine. No one is going to be mad at you for not brushing your teeth. Oh, <laughs> honey, no.
0: Don't just be glad you didn't die. Then Charlie gives some very suspect advice. Um, because Karen says she can't sleep without a pillow. Charlie claims that you can cobble together a good pillow by taking off your sneakers and rolling them up in a t-shirt no 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 that, like, no i mean <laughs> this it's, is a lie what that would do would make you um
2: like adjusted to the notion of not having a pillow
0: <laughs> i suppose then you'd really appreciate just sleeping flat on the carpet. yeah
2: actually i could do without a pillow Arm <laughs>
1: under your head it's yeah. fine like shoes Get three of your friends and sleep in a square. Take off your (laughs) jumper and fold it and put it under your head. There are many solutions. I have frequently slept without a pillow in sleepover or similar situations.
0: There's no situation where a shoe, particularly like a wet, muddy sports shoe. Shoes
1: are not the solution ever. It's other items of clothing or your own arm or someone else's leg if you must. This maybe uh, fits more with the theory that Charlie is gently stoned. <laughs> just, <laughs> so. just use your shoes, man. <laughs> I mean, that explain why you missed the fucking turn and got so damn lost. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that bridge doesn't look great, but oh, I'm just going to keep driving.
1: <laughs> no one tell Christy how irresponsible Charlie is being. She'll <laughs> lose her mind. Christy needs to
2: not know about this, okay? Because Charlie is her lift to the the club so she turns a blind eye That's Exactly, very
0: true. except when she needs to blackmail them yeah exactly then the kids start to kick off a bit um and bart lays down the fucking law and threatens to make them sleep alone <laughs> in the attic <laughs> uh bart is yeah i i kind of wish we would got to see bart as a babysitter <laughs> yeah Bert's- we should have bart instead of logan yes <laughs> i like- you know
2: right no okay logan is also perfectly competent we should have bart instead of shannon who has not like pulled her weight shannon brings nothing (laughs) yes (laughs) except for hilarious confusions given that she has the same name as the puppy
1: well yes that was brilliant (laughs) we do appreciate that very much (laughs) um christy's
0: having trouble sleeping she tries to relax by thinking secure thoughts um and then ends up having tragic montages about Dorothy tragically drowning at the age of 18 Uh this does not help no that's a
2: it's a very intense description it's probably yes. the like um the darkest image that appears in any of these books I would I would like stakes of money on that um can I read it yeah do do Dorothy had been 18 when she died, only five years older than me. She had left her father's house, knowing that doing so would break his heart and had gone to meet the man she would marry. And then she had drowned in that cold, rushing stream. It was horrible to picture how she must have tried to swim and how the water must have carried her away. I I I took my, I shook my head trying to clear away the awful images. We should put like a content warning on this,
3: probably. Yeah, that's
2: fucked <laughs> up. Um, like, that's, that's actual horror, yeah. you know, yeah. territory.
1: I, I think... Though there is a certain um, Disney movie death imagery to it. She imagines her being swept Mm. away. She doesn't imagine her drowning. She doesn't think about what it must be like to drown. She just imagines her being swept away. I don't think we ever see a
2: character's death described apart from this. No,
1: no, we don't. No, no, it is for these books. It's a lot, but I don't think it's quite as grim as... I thought it might be from what you said because I had obviously just skimmed over it. <laughs> I think it's a part of it as well as that.
2: This is this is Christie's description of what she's Heaps envisaging, happens. and it's probably not as yeah. Um, yeah. It's probably not a full version of the whole thing. Like
0: we're we're not seeing an on-screen actual drowning, though.
2: No. Um, but it's. I think this is a lot for the the book. That's uh, yeah. Um, that's in it. So no, I mean, it
1: is sad, <laughs> a sad, a sad and scary, and yeah. The thing is, a lot of, a lot of YA fiction, like,
2: of this time goes into that level of detail Mm, and doesn't, doesn't, like, make any fuss about it. But, um, it's, it was, um, it wasn't common in these specific books at the time. So it really, it stood out to me. Um,
0: I suppose it is the mystery series. Like they are a little bit darker. (laughs) A Mm. bit
2: darker. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, so (laughs) Christy dozes off for a bit then wakes up in the night and decides to pass the time with some more archival research
2: (laughs) we've all been there right i know
0: right (laughs) 3 a.m going through the newspaper clippings um so yes this is a separate collection of clippings about local stories about the ghost of sawyer Road. um how (laughs) the people have reported seeing a woman in a long wet bridal gown Uh, smoke coming out of the chimney again oh no (laughs) there's only possibly paranormal explanations for a thing like that
1: (laughs) like the house is well maintained they know there's a caretaker there's a man who is the caretaker who lives like just at the entryway (laughs) (laughs) like this isn't (laughs) occam's razor people please
2: (laughs) it's newsworthy okay (laughs)
0: Angry pig goes all wild.
1: <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Oh journalism standards.
0: It is also hilariously ghoulish that like these stories are clearly meant to be about the ghost of Dorothy who's only been disappeared at this point for less than 10 years mm-hmm. which like. That's some really unethical local journalism to be like. Hey, remember that dead girl you all probably knew personally? Well, I heard it, we saw her ghost around the neighborhood.
1: Yeah, that's. Mm. Um, I think my favorite dark. thing in all this is is Christy thinking if there was really nothing to these stories, why had they been passed around for fifty years? Have you met humans? It's like, <laughs> wow, Christy, you're gonna love conspiracy theories later on. <laughs> you're gonna fall for so much bullshit during the COVID pandemic. Woo! <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah hey um claudia much later on in the book tells the disappearing hitchhiker story yeah yes um which is so much of a human trope that like she tells it in this book that i read as a teenager and somebody i met in my early 20s was told it by a taxi driver who ex- allegedly experienced it on a particular road and done a bait oh wow i was like this story is so alive that it's in multiple bait? countries well yeah exactly i actually have been thinking about like getting in touch with her and being like so hey we haven't talked in 10 years but can you like remind me <laughs> um <laughs>
0: any details
2: <laughs> i want to call up joe duffy and find the taxi driver <laughs>
1: <laughs> hearse road i hope
2: yeah it could well have been hearse road in fairness i mean come on let's um, assume
0: so let's <laughs> just go with that <laughs> that's amazing
2: but yeah so it's like yeah, stories.
0: Yeah, Christy, stories get passed around for quite a lot longer than 50 years, actually. <laughs>
2: Memes are a thing.
0: Yes, uh, and sometimes you don't even have a scrapbook of newspaper clippings to back it up. <laughs> also in the scrapbook, conveniently, is the deed to the house, uh, which now belongs to William Blackburn. Um, And Christy and Bert look at this and reflect that, what a funny twist of fate that is. Owen
2: Sawyer left the house to his daughter's fiance um, they, the two of them bonded after his, after her disappearance uh, and then he decided to put it in a or somebody decided to <laughs> put, put
3: it, it in it a in scrapbook,
2: scrapbook.
0: <laughs> yes of unrelated newspaper clippings uh huh uh-huh. funny how these things happen
2: Maybe she like the author was just like I can't have a third scrapbook with a deed in it, so I'm just gonna toss it in with <laughs> yeah, you.
1: Stick it in Was this the book. deed in the scrapbook or was it like in the drawer yeah. with the scrapbook? Uh, it was in the scrapbook. I yeah, think no, I had in filled the in it being in the drawer with the scrapbook out of like mm-hmm. the sheer attempt to make this make sense. Okay, cool. <laughs> I turned the page after reading the last article and found what appeared to be a legal
0: document of some kind.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. It was glued in and there were butterfly stickers (laughs) and washi tape. Am
1: I filing my important documents wrong? (laughs) Yes. Should I be scrapbooking them instead? Definitely.
2: (laughs) Nobody ever did this with deeds at any stage. (laughs) I, I can guarantee
0: I'm kind of in love with the idea of like a little washi tape spread <laughs> and possibly a little like Japanese rubber stamp that says precious moments.
2: <laughs> I mean, deeds are probably like they've got good associations with them. So. They're
0: a very precious moment. You want yeah. to commemorate
2: that. I did have a mental image of like while we're scrapbooking, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you just turn over the page and find someone's last will and testament. <laughs> like, doesn't that happen to everyone? <laughs> oh, it'd be super convenient
1: in this I case I definitely have um, a copy of my parents will in my like folder full of like random all these papers are important
0: well, you need to put it in a bullet journal give it the respect it deserves I don't have
1: a bullet journal <laughs> Carried around with you.
0: you need to make a bullet journal I, should,
1: I technically <laughs> kind of bullet journal for my work but it's just for like keeping track of my work schedule and like, random things I have to do during the day and when one of the like notepads mm. is full I just throw it out <laughs> it would be bad if there was a will in there it's not the only <laughs> copy of the will it's fine but like it was just that I had one for my own reference I don't know why it's like I'm getting half their stuff and my brother's getting half their stuff there's not anything complex right okay shall we wrap up this mystery
0: <laughs> we next get a chapter of Don and Marianne worrying basically yeah, uh, hmm. they're at the Schaefer farmhouse They they all live together now they're worrying um, they eventually, somebody, Marianne sensibly points out that if they keep phoning Watson's house, Watson might think it's the police phoning with good news and it's mm-hmm. probably in poor taste to keep phoning Watson's house. So they don't. Yay. I feel like that's some good advice to give your readers. Uh, the babysitters <laughs> are so stressed out. They decide to have a sleepover. Uh, Christy describes them as the members of the BSC with the major exception of yours, truly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like and that. I loved <laughs>
2: Well, I wasn't there, so it must have been a shit sleepover. That's it, Chris, you <laughs> Never sell yourself short. I mean, it does sound like a shit sleepover. I mean, yes, they're all hardly worried. <laughs>
1: it was an angst sleepover. I think an angst sleepover was a really good idea. I mean, if you're, yeah, it keeps them all busy. I mean, this did convince me that I'm so glad I, I'm, I'm now in the, we're now in the era where mobile phones are commonplace. But like, yeah, I think, I think a worrying, a worry sleepover is, 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 is good. It's
0: actually probably better than them all worrying separately. But Absolutely. Then they they write very um, sentimental messages in the club notebook for Christy. To oh, read yes. She comes back it's not dead. Very sentimental. <laughs> Except for Mallory's, which is shitty. <laughs> <laughs> what was Mallory's? They're all writing really heartfelt notes like, um, you know, we miss you very much and we're so worried about you. Christy, my best friend forever. The BSC isn't the same without you. Mallory is like... All I can say is ditto for what everybody else said. We need our president. Thanks, Mallory. Shape up.
1: Well, Mallory, you wanna be a writer.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I
1: think
2: I think Christy would appreciate that message. <laughs> I think yeah, she actually would.
0: Shorten to the point. Very legible.
2: Yeah, you know, if she was being summoned back from the beyond by all the messages, that's the one that would have got her attention. <laughs> like, don't walk into the light, Christy, turn around. <laughs> Get back there. You got a club to run.
0: There's admin to be done. <laughs>
2: yes it's people who need bossing around
0: (laughs) well yes don also says like please come back safely because i don't want to be president at the next meeting (laughs) haha that's pretty funny yeah (laughs) yes
1: i think i actually like jesse's the best yeah jesse's was good yeah jesse's was good it was personal without being sappy the others were either kind of impersonal or like a, a bit much Mm. jesse yeah Jessie is great Jessie is always great what does she say i can't i can't wait to read what you write in the notebook when you get back being lost with eight kids has to be the babysitter adventure of all time hang in there christy Jessie. Hmm. like that's the nicest of all of them it like yeah that's a good message it's it's about christy and the yeah. others are just sort of about mm. them <laughs> yes <laughs> which i mean it's fine yeah. that it's about them it's it really is about them expressing how they feel and stuff but like jesse's is the one that like if you were doing some kind of ritual to call someone back yeah like mm.
0: jesse always hits the right note. jesse
1: is reaching out to christy with that note and the rest yes. of them are like concerning their own feelings
0: <laughs> i'll be so bummed out if you die christy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> back in the spooky house uh things are no longer spooky because it's the morning it's sunny outside and the storm is over and they're all alive and, Hooray! They're all alive. Hooray! and the electricity came back on and jackie's turned on all the lights and to- <laughs> so Grace is like okay can you turn them all yes. off though that's wasteful
2: <laughs> yes it's it's now bright outside and we don't need them <laughs>
1: yes uh, we're not paying the bills here that's also just extremely realistic yes small <laughs> child and slightly more responsible Ooh. person interaction
0: I had to make sure all the power was back on. Mm-hmm. Just some of it. Um, Christy flees to the bathroom trying to scrub her face and straighten her hair before Bart sees her.
2: But Bart sees her! <gasps> because he's in the bathroom and he opens the door and there's a probably a hilarious moment if it was in a movie. Mm. Were they actually thinking of filming this?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Where they'd stumble around each other and be like after after you? Ooh, no,
2: after it's, you. It's it's so after, awkward. after
1: you. Yes. But also
2: exactly like This
1: that. is probably the only hint of the like Stony Brook misogyny in this, which is like I don't usually pay lots of attention to my looks, but Charlie and Sam have made sure to let me know that I'm no beauty queen first thing in the morning. I didn't want to scare Bart off.
0: Yeah, fuck them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm sure they're super hot. Like, yeah. what? like what <laughs> fuck them. And also, if Bart can't handle the fact that your hair's a mess first thing in the morning, then don't go out with him. When you slept on the floor. Like, you don't have a hairbrush and you slept on the floor. If he expects you to look your absolute best right now, he's a dickhead.
0: I'm also 100% <laughs> confident that he was in the bathroom fixing his hair. Uh-huh.
2: hmm
0: Like, He's definitely doing exactly the same thing. Yeah.
2: He's putting in much more effort on this yes. whole thing than Christie is at the moment. Oh, probably. Yes. Yeah.
0: So everyone's feeling cheerful. They're eating stale bread and apples for a sad, sad breakfast, but they're all excited because they will get to go home and they live through the night. Um <laughs> the caretaker turns up. Everyone's a bit alarmed. He turns up, he doesn't look scary, he just looks sad, as if perhaps there might have been some kind of terrible tragedy in his past hmm can't imagine what that would be nope he asks if they slept well uh Kirstie's like what does that mean what did he mean when he said he'd see us god willing what does he know what does he know are we in danger uh charlie does not seem to have tweaked that anything is up uh charlie has no sense of drama <laughs> mm.
2: he, charlie went away from this whole thing going that was fun you know that <laughs> was just <laughs> nice a kind of weird yeah.
1: night but you know yeah Yeah. what a good
2: guy (laughs) she's like oh my god i can't believe i'm alive i do i i fully read this as a child as the caretaker going so do you see any of those ghosts that the house is supposed to have yeah (laughs) you know (laughs) um maybe it does maybe he himself feels a bit creeped out in the house sometimes who knows maybe I sent some kids in there to 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 like scout things out for them. Yeah, they could have slept on my living room floor, but no. Sort of proactively Scooby
1: doing himself.
0: Yes, <laughs> exactly.
1: Ooh, a whole exactly bus that. full of meddling kids
0: that will sort this
1: situation right out. <laughs> That's amazing!
0: You could provide a service like just hire a van full of meddling kids to come flush out the ghosts
2: i'm not uh, okay i'm not gonna think too much about
1: scooby-doo plot like no, no. <laughs> let's let's move this on was a throwaway. let's not
0: examine yes. it too
1: closely it'll fall apart
0: <laughs> um the caretaker seems keen to help them be on their way and christy's like why is he trying to hide something rather than like <laughs> he's trying to get rid of this van full of strangers who people are probably missing <laughs>
1: like <laughs> both selfishness in that there are a whole bunch of strangers and he presumably quite likes to live alone And (laughs) also altruism because their parents miss them. They're missing children. Yes. (laughs) Like, why is he hurrying us away? Because you're missing children and you need to go home, Christy. Come on. (laughs) I would be hurrying you away too. Please go and tell the police that you're alive and that I am not keeping you here
0: against your will. Yes. (laughs) It it doesn't look great. (laughs) I'm a
2: creepy old man. I'm sure you understand. (laughs)
0: Yeah, Christy is edgy and paranoid at this point. I guess she didn't get a lot of sleep. She yeah. did a lot of scrapbooking. Um, <laughs> Buddy Barrett then has a moment of insight and he figures out that the caretaker looks an awful lot like
1: Will from the scrapbooks. Oh. Dun, dun,
0: dun.
2: Mm-hmm. Who is the owner of the house. So he's the caretaker, but also the owner. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Well, you do have to caretake your own house usually. Well, that's true.
2: I it's he's clearly really leaned into the notion that it's not his house yes and that he just minds it yeah yes I think so um and that is a that is a tragic backstory yes, that, is, that is, is fully tragic not because of you know he lost his lover or whatever but because he has spent his whole life
1: minding this house yes. clearly in the hopes that someone will come back to it eventually yes, because he never got over it rather yes. than because the sad thing happened
0: he has basically yeah. spent his life on the fringes of his own life, which is yes. like really, really sad. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And it's, it's your house, man. Like living it. Yeah. Hey, Will, have you considered therapy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Yeah. I, I felt like I I did feel this, this whole part was like properly. It is actually properly sad. Yes. Christy yeah. so
0: confronts him. And he's like, well, there's more to it than you can read in the paper. And Christy, with like absolutely no sense of boundaries or nuances, like, really? Can you tell us?
1: <laughs> to which my response was? And then he just does. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> well, they had to wrap the book up, I guess, but it's hilarious. It's like, I have an unsuspected tragic backstory. Really? Dish. Okay, here it is. <laughs> I would believe
2: it all much more if they were all drinking tea at the time. But yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I'm... I'm, I'm i'm annoyed about the lack of tea in this book (laughs) yeah so america so backstory
0: backstory yes so he is in fact will um and yes he bought the house uh, but was too sad to live in it so he's just been like living tragically and alone in the caretaker's house all this time um there are no ghosts the fact that the house sometimes seems to be inhabited is because He owns it and sometimes goes in and turns on the lights and runs the fire. (laughs) Shockingly. Um, And they're like, cool, okay, mystery solved. Wow, sorry about your horrible life. Uh, (laughs) Bye.
2: They briefly play softball with him as well. Oh yeah, yes,
0: that's true. That's heartwarming. He has a single moment of happiness. (laughs) Chrissy reflects that, um, you know, it's a pity she couldn't, really fully get into enjoying the haunted house experience because she knew that her parents thought she might be dead and she's like I mean there we were spending the night in a supposedly haunted house we just uncovered an amazing tragic story about the people who had lived there she has no <laughs> empathy she's very fascinated but she yes. really likes it. she likes that this is tragic in principle she's not really aware that this is like an actual tragedy that's still happening to this poor old man
1: no hmm
0: then they have softball. It's fine. <laughs> then the bridges get fixed. Yeah, they just get fixed. Yep. It's just like, oh, they're fixed now.
2: Well this isn't like a long running infrastructural problem. This is just like
0: we'll stick some clay under there and it'll be fine. Everyone can go home. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. We <laughs> And then they go home. Then they go home. Watson gets emotional. Everyone has tears in their eyes. Elizabeth is still not around. <laughs> <but> like... <laughs> yeah the
2: hell Christie's mother has not shown up yeah <laughs> to see her mother daughter return to
1: the bosom of her family i'm just thinking about the effort they went to with casting her in the netflix show like <laughs> come on get her on screen guys
0: yes they're definitely going to get some mileage out of alicia silverstone but
1: like as you showed yeah. she was great
0: this is just all about watson um and you know watson is delightful watson's always delightful i love watson um So they rock up to Watson's mansion. All the kids call their parents to announce that they're actually not dead. It's great. Nobody's dead. We get another uh, book recommendation. Um, Karen excitedly points out the library and reminisces about when they went there and got out the frog and toad books. And Christy's like, yes, I do remember. That was two days ago. Uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) But they do say like everyone is kind of talking about it like it's been ages. It would feel longer. It would feel like Mm -hmm. it had been so long since you were home. That's true.
0: Also, shout out to Frog and Toad for being low-key gay representation.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I never... We had them in, in my um, class-like bookshelf in, in in senior infants. And, like, they always sort of maintained a place in my heart. They're very lovable. <laughs> cookies that they ate looked interesting and looked like they'd taste weird in a good way. And then Tumblr got very into them because... They were the author was gay and they were like, hey, low-key gay representation. And Yay. they all came flooding back to me. I'd really like to get my hands on copies again. I bet they can be got. I'm sure That's, they can. I'd say so.
0: Um, then <laughs> the Babysitter's Club have made a banner because, of course, they have. Um, mm-hmm. They It says, welcome home, crashers. It misspells welcome and crashers.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um christy acknowledges that you know it's the thought that counts and there's still a certain beauty to the banner even though it's felt very 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 badly i love how keen these girls are to make a banner um it reminds me of how i met your mother when they make an intervention banner and then just keep throwing interventions to get or use, yeah, use the
1: banner get the mileage out of it
0: yes um everybody has a tearful reunion with their family christy hugs Bart. he sneaks in a little kiss um, mm. I don't know what to say to that except that I just <laughs> felt we had to <laughs> we had to remark on it yeah <laughs> Christy makes no comment as to how she feels about this nope mm-hmm. there was a kiss it happened Dawn is furious at having missed out on the haunted house experience ah. I'm glad oh, Dawn yeah, is yeah of course she will be really sympathetic to everyone's traumatic ordeal <laughs> <laughs>
2: Can I just contrast the lack of description of the kiss mm-hmm. with um, Christy in the haunted house thinking about the burger she was going to eat on the yes. date with Bart that never actually happened <laughs> and the lavish detail that we we get of the, the juicy, like cheese covered burger that she was going to eat and now she's not going to because she's gonna to have to stay in the haunted house and eat apples and dry bread. <laughs> there are there are priorities. And, and that said, when I'm hungry, like I've got no interest in romance either. <laughs> but mm. Yeah.
0: I mean if I'd had apples and bread for dinner I'd rather have a burger than a kiss.
2: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the kiss luckily doesn't happen until they're home. <laughs> yes. But they still haven't eaten. Yeah, that's... Oh, no, they did. They went to a 7-Eleven and got some snacks. Mm. Well, she knows that she's not going to be, like, <laughs> she knows she's going home to eat things. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yes. Um, oh, yeah. Speaking of food, we then get some weird labored pizza business.
2: <laughs> yeah, Yes.
0: <laughs> they're having a, cel- a celebratory pizza party because Christy didn't die. So they're ordering pizza and Christy is, like, negotiating what toppings will go on it. Um, a pizza with just onions and mushrooms makes me feel quite sad. I'll eat it. Like I love a vegetarian pizza, but like onions are not a topping, if you ask me. Uh, like I, I want some, some corn or some pineapple or some roasted tomatoes or some olives or some stuff. I, I need some bits on there. Those are
1: good, but like every pizza must have onions as a topping. Every one of those are
2: very controversial. <laughs>
1: i have yeah i have dramatic pizza
0: tastes (laughs) and everyone makes a joke about having anchovies on the pizza and falls around the place laughing because it's the 90s and anchovies on pizza are like automatic go-to comedy gold
1: these kind of things put me off trying anchovies and pizza despite the fact that i like really salty things and i like fish for literal years I just assumed it would be gross but actually I really like anchovies because I love salty things and I love fish.
0: They're so good I guess anchovies on pizza are the pineapple and pizza of the 90s like yeah pineapple was unremarked on then and everyone was like
1: anchovies lol. I'm pretty sure even the Ninja Turtles like
0: made anchovies and Sonic the Hedgehog and like everyone in all media complained about anchovies. Yeah
2: among all the commonly available toppings one of them must be the gross one <laughs> yes so that we can appreciate the other is more it is the scapegoat the outcast
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's it and in that decade the penitential pizza topping was anchovies it is other <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah
2: um but P- christy is also like lol i really like anchovies but i went along with the jokes um <laughs>
1: fair play to I christy for having for having not taking herself too seriously <laughs> i the thing anchovies. is if you like a gross uh, uh gross food then you have to go along with it because if she said i like anchovies everyone would have been like ew you're like anchovies? Ew. Yeah, that's true. oh yes. also poor old
2: stacy is here eating a plain
0: pizza well i assume she's got it with cheese. cheese like
2: it's margarita now that's the thing though In previous books she can't eat pizza at all
0: oh yeah
2: um and you looked this up and found out that they're pizza does seem to be a complex thing for diabetics and is actually problematic. So I don't know if this is like literally just maybe maybe it's just bread. And I I know vegans who will eat pizza that are no no cheese but with other toppings yeah. like veggie stuff. Which
0: I think actually this is just a plot hole. Yeah, yeah. I think is, yeah, she's spitting it with Marianne, and I don't think Marianne is nice enough to just eat bread and pizza sauce when everyone else is having pizza. So like <laughs> I think this is you, you have actually just spotted a mistake. <laughs> At one point,
2: Dawn also is described as eating a sprout and tomato sandwich. Yeah.
0: Yes, that was
1: distressing.
2: <laughs> I don't care how into health food Dawn is, that is gross.
1: Yes. Yeah. What it's... do they mean by spread? Do they mean like bean spreads? Yeah. Or like oh,
2: yes. Yeah. No. Def- well, not like Brussels. Sprouts. Yeah. I'm assuming. <laughs> Presumably.
0: Microgreens, I guess, like alfalfa yeah. sprouts and things. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't like it. i was. It made me sad, and I. <laughs> I just keep thinking of how wet the bread would be.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: If
2: that was like a hummus and tomato sandwich,
0: okay.
1: a totally different
2: ball game, but I don't think they knew about hummus
1: at that point. <laughs> no, if they did, Dawn would eat it more. True. Yeah,
2: Dawn would eat nothing else. Yes.
0: Um oh yeah, Stacy at this point is in an on off thing with Christy's brother Sam. So Christy winds her up by telling her that Sam loves anchovies. And Stacey's like, I must reconsider this entire relationship. (laughs) That's some good revenge right there for being picked on for liking anchovies. It is. I like that. Troll away, Christy. (laughs) Next week at school, everyone has decided Christy is an absolute hero. Cokie Mason comes up and tells her that she's amazing. Yes. (laughs) And Christy's like, I have no idea what's going on, but thank you, Cokie. (laughs) Good reaction. Yes, I love it.
2: Um and what what's the line from Koki? She's like, "Did you really feel the cold, he- dead hand of the ghost touch your face yes. at twelve midnight?" And Christy was like, "Yes, yes, I did." <laughs> <laughs> as long as there are no follow up questions,
0: <laughs> yes, I love it. Um, so she's like, "This has the hallmarks of Dawn all over it." Dawn, what did you do? <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> and Dawn is very like, "Yeah, that was me." Yeah. <laughs>
0: Don has been talking this up. It's amazing. And if I, I ever that. have a really mildly spooky experience, I want you guys to tell everyone that I had a super <laughs> spooky experience and that I'm
1: very brave. We will work the phrase "cold slimy hand" into the anecdote. To
0: make sure that you do.
1: <laughs> so yeah, um, Christy doesn't like you know
0: disillusion anyone. She just sort of lets this happen, and I admire that a lot. I I, I have a lot of respect for that. <laughs> um then yes is telling vanishing hitchhiker stories to people which is awesome mm-hmm. then they have another sleepover with more pizza i think mm-hmm. um yep <laughs> it's just a very <laughs> pizza heavy chapter um <laughs> sam has paid the delivery guy a whole dollar to come all the way up to Christie's bedroom and announce that there's anchovies all over the pizzas <laughs> yes <laughs> whatever seems like a good way to spend your money sam i like it seems like a lot of effort
2: um
1: yeah oh i don't think there's two different orders of pizzas i think that was a flashback to school oh okay so they ordered the pizzas
0: flashbacked about the dramatic week they'd had and then the pizza arrived yeah okay
1: oh Sorry, I, okay. I, I can't handle this complicated non-linear storytelling I, know, right? <laughs> I I think it was not very clearly marked in the text. I was confused by it the first time I read it, and I had to go back and reread the chapter to figure that out. So <laughs> you
0: gotta have a paragraph break or some italics or something. <laughs> and then, um, oh yes. Karen pulls out a picture of Dorothy that she stole from the haunted house um, because these kids have no because boundaries. Karen out, so is whatever. a
1: delight and I love her. I
0: yes <laughs> then Don gets very excited at the realization that they never found a body and maybe Dorothy is still out there and then Ann looks at it and says that's the old lady from the sewing shop downtown. Uh, which Karen agrees because apparently she hangs out at the sewing shop too sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it beats the mall. Well, that's true. I mean, the mall is for degenerates so a sewing shop is... <laughs> it's <laughs> the only other option. A wholesome place for a young girl to spend her time. Um, so they are very excited about this and Christy is like, you know, when I first saw Will, Black- Will Blackburn I thought he looked kind of creepy and mean. But I guess he's just sad, um, which is very magnanimous of her. And then she decides that they should try and fix Will and Dorothy up. Um, and Stacy points out that like maybe they're wrong and it's not her, uh, which is a very valid point. Um, and then Claudia is like, what if she married someone else in the intervening half century? Which is also a very valid point. <laughs> Then they decide they're just gonna all rock up the next day, as Christy says. We weren't positive that that was what we should do, but we were going to do it. <laughs> That's a very Christy plan. Yes, um <laughs> that is the Christie mission statement.
2: We're going to jump in with both feet and see what happens. see how it goes.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're going to fuck around and find out. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly amazing so they then have a sleepover as you do they do they do makeovers uh the young girls look at horse pictures together uh the older girls uh play with makeup together um yeah
2: the description of Mallory and Jessie looking at horse pictures together and like whispering to each other is kind of (laughs) um
0: yeah it makes them sound about (laughs) five I, I feel like the author was maybe going to put in a more realistic activity and then forgot to get back to that bit. <laughs> just, yeah. uh, they just they looked at pictures They're of horses. They're into horses, that's why they'll do. Yeah, it's grand. <laughs> um, Elizabeth turns up to make special wake-up punch, which contains orange juice and lemonade and all kinds of good stuff mixed together. This is literally the only act of parenting she does in the entire yeah, book. Yeah, it's kind of so, weird. It's a weird choice, yeah. Watson is going to do
2: all the emotional heavy lifting, and Elizabeth is going to make punch.
0: Yeah, I reckon. she makes waffles. The author is
2: a Watson <laughs> fan girl. <Yeah, laughs> I think so. I feel like this author is like really uh, has, you know, agrees with us on a lot of. I think so too. I think points. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'll Watson like it. is
2: great. The triplets are shit, and we don't want to hear about them. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, anything that minimizes how much speaking they do is good. <laughs>
2: And Nikki just bows out in the first act. Yes, so you don't yeah. have to hear from
1: him again. Everybody who wins. No, I think she would share many of her opinions. Definitely. Mm. <laughs> I hope she listens to this podcast.
0: <laughs> she <laughs> might be no, she's not the one of the ghostwriters who
1: follows us on Twitter. Oh my god, really <laughs> one of the ghostwriters follows us on Twitter?
0: Yes, one of them does. I think it's Suzanne Wayne follows us on Twitter, yeah. Have we done one of her books yet? No, not yet. <laughs>
2: okay right. oh. it's not the the one that we really we must no, be a
1: nice ghost Rider when we do that
0: one then. <laughs> Jean although we did apologize to her for like well, some of our criticisms turned out to be unfair <laughs> fair anyway watson continuing to be an absolute hero drives them all to the sewing shop early in the morning <laughs>
2: <laughs> i'm just so glad you're not dead christy <laughs> yeah sure let's go to the sewing shop
0: yeah and I definitely don't have anything else on today I will take you and your seven friends to the sewing shop (laughs) and Karen and Karen
2: who was in fairness is like hey you're not going to the sewing shop without me (laughs) I came like I found the solution to this whole mystery it would have been a bit much to not but Christy did say she felt
1: bad for not inviting her first so yeah (laughs) that's fair and look
2: Karen wants to speak to the manager.
1: (laughs) You're allowed to make that joke because your name is Karen.
0: Yes.
2: Yes, exactly.
1: (laughs) And I do all the time. Yes. Uh
0: Oh, yes. Christy adorably makes a fool of herself um, by phoning up to see if the shop is open. And when the woman answers, she's like, "Oh hi, I was phoning to see if you're open, but I guess because you answered, you're open." Um, sorry, and hangs up and panics. And then the woman, <laughs> when they arrive at the selling shop, the woman's like, "Oh yeah, we talked on the phone earlier, interest." So like, oh god, <laughs> hashtag relatable. Me. <laughs> yes, <laughs> very relatable. Um, yeah, <laughs> then. They hang out in a sewing shop, you guys. There's fabric. There's so much fabric everywhere. There's all the coolest quilting fabric from all the major manufacturers. I just kind of imagined some extra description in this bit for myself.
1: I I do like that the lady was just very nice and understanding to Christy. and was like, I get flustered on the phone sometimes too. Yeah. (laughs) And Christy's like, I'm going to
2: die.
3: Yes. (laughs)
2: yeah no this is another reason why i think esther this this like ghostwriter just spoke to it, us it in general but s- you in particular
0: booking and a sewing shop like it's everything i like and <laughs> a graphic description of a burger like this was this was just catnip to me <laughs>
2: Oh. so yes then they go and they talk to the lady and she's real casual about her secret identity having been found out
0: yeah she's like oh yeah I did fake my death actually <laughs> my story. well at first
2: she's like what you think I'm Dorothy and then she's like yeah I guess I am yeah it
1: was, yeah. wow cool well done you guys were working that out yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah they both kind of have the are you so and so yeah let me tell you all the details yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Here's what I did with my life.
0: Traveled the world. Had a great time. Came back here. Set up a sewing shop. Just like I always wanted to. Absolute hashtag goals, lady. I love you. <laughs> um, and then they're like, okay,
1: cool. Right. Great. Uh, good to know. Thanks. I do have to wonder though, with the travel, the world, like first I was wondering, where did she get the money? And then like, okay, maybe she took a bunch of money out of the. When she was eloping. Like house with her. She, yeah. So I guess that's fine. But then it was like, what? Like. Did she? Did she actually end up being like involved in World War Two, like in Europe and and like and in the Pacific? So that would be cool. It's yes. Very unspecific about that. I mean,
0: okay, let's assume she did some spy work.
1: Yes, beautiful. The other
2: thing you can assume, the other alternative is that she did the thing that attractive young women do when they need money and want to not be tied down.
0: <laughs> I mean, also
2: possible. Um, uh which and and these two are not mutually exclusive, yeah. I would imagine either, so cool, um like just. Pfft. Uh, <laughs> and would it kind of explain why she didn't go home? I, my problem with this is like, yeah. So Pearl will has such the like it's him not moving on, as you say. That's the tragic part. Like, yeah. uh, and the fact that so her father died allegedly of a broken heart six months after she left. But even if he died of a of you know a spleen or something, <laughs> like it's still quite sad Ah yes,
1: the terrible illness spleen. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You know, an, an enlarged one or whatever. No. Um, <laughs> gout. <laughs> he died of the dropsy. I don't know. It's, it's 1935. He died of okay. an excessive bile. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, he died of yeah. natural causes. Yeah. Um, but like, the she she didn't have to just fuck off and let everyone think that she's dead. She yeah. could have been like, she could have sent them a postcard from albuquerque or something even (laughs) if she really didn't want to be part of the family anymore it is good to not leave people wondering for years and years
0: as this story has shown people be real stressed out if they think you're dead yeah (laughs) or if they don't know that you're dead
2: yeah um like say like haha sorry guys I abandoned you because I want to have a better life. Mm-hmm. You can be mad at me. You deal with that in whatever way you want, <laughs> but I'm not going to leave you in limbo. But <laughs>
0: like, Captain Crimin- Awkward would will- <laughs> support your argument here. Yes. Captain okay, Awkward yeah. would say, send them, a- send them a mail, use your words, tell them you're alive. Uh, they suggest that she go see Will and she's like, oh, yeah, that will probably give him a bit of a surprise. <laughs> I guess I'll
2: go check in on him. <laughs> now, yeah, no, that sounds like fun. I'll drop in on him. Like somebody should warn will so that he doesn't have yeah. a coronary when <laughs> thing this is
1: also, like do you think he wants to see you like <laughs> really though no. she felt she had such strong negative feelings about being ending up with the marriage or being trapped as her father's daughter in that house or yeah. a similar one of wills forever that she ran away and couldn't bear to send the postcard going i'm still alive guys and it was easier to bear the guilt of knowing that they were like spent decades missing her or six months at her father's place and then he died missing her and that she left them wondering forever and then a bunch of 13 year olds walk up and be like oh we figured out who you are um will's real sad and she was like oh yeah i might just go say hi (laughs) yeah i can
2: kind of understand you fleeing this situation Mm. and just never looking back Mm. um she doesn't actually she she doesn't paint a picture of like a horrific abusive situation no. she paints a picture of a 1930s yeah. patriarchal yeah traditional family uh that she's leaving um like so but but then yeah when you get up to like 1993 and she's running the sewing shop and she's like
1: oh wow yeah good times maybe i'll like you know <laughs>
0: drop in on old will <laughs> she gets up to nineteen like, yeah, ninety three and she's running fun. the sewing
1: shop like two hours up the road
0: yeah and like
1: yeah <laughs> oh, he is alive oh
0: yeah did kind of fake my death probably broke his heart yeah yeah good buzz <laughs>
2: <laughs> i mean sometimes i know i've left a situation <laughs> like i don't know i borrowed something off someone many years ago and i should probably give it back but at this point i don't even want to go there <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> like i i have some sympathies towards that like you know impulse to just ghost people because it's easier than dealing with the fallout. Like. <laughs> I, okay yes, i have to yes, very sure. much force myself to not do that at times like avoidance is my go-to uh, method <laughs> so like i have some sympathy for that but it's just like at this stage like what hey why did she come back to connecticut like
0: yeah that just seems kind of sadistic what if he'd seen her in the street one day
1: like, like she's like a town or two yeah. over They're they're near each yeah. other
0: He's a broken man. The book kind of
2: ends here and they're all like, Oh, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah, we've we've done something here. We've made a connection. It's great. I think if this was a different type of novel that was focused on those two main characters, like, Will would not be able to accept that this was the same person and would kind of go back to mourning for Dorothy. Mm. <laughs> and she'd be like, No, it's me. Come and see my sewing shop. And he'd be like, um <laughs> I don't know you. <laughs> I,
1: I think there's a whole separate probably really like psychologically interesting novel about those two
0: yes
2: yeah that well like the the most interesting novel is her wartime shenanigans to be honest <laughs> I mean, to be fair, so
1: that's, the, that's the thing i want to read most yes yeah that's yeah
0: really but yeah i mean christy as she has said herself christy is not big on like emotional subtext and stuff like That's that fair. so it's possible the woman was sobbing as she said this and was like oh god i shattered him <laughs> everyone's just like what have i done i've left a trail of human wreckage and christy's like oh yeah i think she said she'd drop in on him or something anyway softball
1: <laughs> this is true
0: it's
2: it's possible <laughs> yikes <laughs>
0: So yeah, we've learned that ghosts in this case are not real and the true horror is the patriarchy. Yeah. So. Yep. <laughs> that was Christy and the Haunted Mansion.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's either ghosts or patriarchy. You can't have them both.
0: <laughs> God, that'd be a lot to deal with, you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, let's take the ghosts. See <laughs> so yes. how we get on for what.
0: Um. Yeah. So that's the, that's the plot. Mm-hmm. Um, Karen, I have a question for you. Mm. would you like to weigh in on is everyone terrible yeah so no people are mostly fine in this um
2: i i have voiced my (laughs) concerns about dorothy's whole (laughs) uh, faking her own death thing but uh, mostly people have pretty good reasons for doing the things that they do um even if some of them should have sought therapy
0: yes um, <laughs> well it was a different time
2: yeah that's true it was a very different time also how how old are these people this this is a very 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 long time scale even like it's 1993 and the... 18 in
1: 1935 36
0: 35
1: no 35 18 in 1935 that meant you're 18 to 50 is 68 And that was 85 and eight years. I can't remember what number I'd said at the start.
2: (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) I
1: don't know either.
0: I've just been waiting for this to
1: like, you to give us a number. 68 and eight years. 76.
0: Okay.
2: When he says this house has been abandoned longer than you've been alive, like that is a real, real
1: (laughs) understatement. In fact, I think he says probably longer than you've been alive. And it's like, like... yeah, they're, they're children, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I'm not 60,
2: so yes. Like,
1: So yes, nobody is terrible,
0: but some people, well, one person is terrible, everyone else is fine. One guy makes questionable life choices, but he didn't have the resources available that, you know, he would have benefited from.
1: Like, if it was the 1930s. If they had tried to do therapy, it would have just been, like, some Freudian...
0: Oh yeah, they probably, yes. They would have made them worse. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, even the even the bashers are fine. Everyone's fine. And the triplets are kept mercifully off screen and largely silent. <laughs> um, fashion-wise, we don't have a ton because it's a Christie book. Um, we have... We have a few. Chris, We have Stacy dresses like a model in outfits I couldn't even begin to imagine wearing. Like lacy purple leggings with big floral tops or black miniskirts with
1: little cowboy shoes. I do have questions about what little cowboy shoes are. I, I Google mm. cowboy shoes in case there was something that wasn't cowboy boots. Mm-hmm. And there does not appear to be. <laughs> I was wondering if Christy is describing something
2: that's like a cowboy boot except short with no boot um and if that has ever existed and or if she just doesn't know what a boot is (laughs) (laughs) also that seems like protesting too much but it is it is christy (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm.
0: no she's definitely like a very unreliable fashion narrator like you often get the sense she doesn't really know what she's describing
2: (laughs) I don't know if she's putting it on a bit like, oh, it might be a perm or something, but I don't know what a perm <laughs> yeah. is. Oh. This is the
1: Christie like, who wrote the Claudia had like green stuff on her eyes and pink <laughs> stuff on her cheeks. That's
2: true. <laughs> Instead of purple <laughs> stuff on her arms and yeah. green stuff on her
3: legs. <laughs>
0: um yes she says claudia might wear a hand-painted silk scarf to top off a polka-dotted jumpsuit which is very extra um (laughs) or handmade paper mache earrings that look like little donuts with a third that looks like a cup of coffee
2: that is excellent i (laughs) I know
0: i can picture them exactly now made of polymer clay and i want them yes like that is adorable
2: the asymmetry of that is beautiful and perfect and yes that that is a yeah
0: <laughs> that is delightful a
2: applause to claudia for coming up with that yes. or whoever actually did
0: <laughs> and that is all the outfits we have we have that oh. and the, the the one where the dial ran all oh over. yeah unless um did you guys catch any others
1: stacy okay. didn't like the fact that sam might see her in polka dot pajamas and that's all we got okay yep <laughs> it's a yeah it's a christy book so why would anyone wear clothes <laughs> <laughs> why not just stand around
2: menacingly and naked well yeah as we learned sometimes when you wear clothes um you get covered in dye (laughs) so best (laughs) to just leave off the clothes altogether
1: (laughs) yeah and claude just should not use that brand of dye again Mm. or she should do
2: whatever the thing is that stops it that makes it color fast
0: I'm wondering if she didn't bother reading the instructions, oh and she was like, "Fixative? What's that? Oh, it'll be fine. I'm an artist. I'll just like almost definitely feel my way through this process.
2: <laughs> I painted it with food coloring. Why? What's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: So yeah, I think that's um, that's Christie and the haunted mansion. Um, yeah. Shall I plug our social media? Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, we have social media. Hit us up on the social. <laughs> Karen loves when I say that. <laughs> We're on Twitter as a Podcast Dawn. We're on Instagram, Facebook and Tumblr as the podcast at Don's House. And we are on email as the podcast at Don's House at gmail.com and we never remember to check our mail.
1: I do. I have the Gmail on my phone. I get a notification and see if messages come in. Don't worry people. You can email us and one of us will see it. Get you. Also, I said hit us up on the
2: social one time (laughs) immediately regretted it and you removed it
1: from the tape and now you say it all the time and it makes no sense (laughs) it's one of the best sentences ever uttered hit us up on the social it's amazing no it's not (laughs) it is exactly the sort of cringy thing a bunch of women in their 30s would say
0: maybe that should go on merch (laughs) i'm making tote bags (laughs) Shop. please uh rate and review us in apple podcasts and tell a friend about us um we have no advertising budget we blew it all on pizza toppings um mostly anchovies
1: because anchovies are so good <laughs> <laughs> anchovies and pineapple baby
0: yeah give us a review and um we love you and happy halloween <laughs> happy oh halloween. yeah happy Halloween! <laughs> that was scary um try not to leave a trail of broken hearts after
1: you fake your own death just send them a postcard yeah just (laughs) so they don't die of a broken heart and or live a sad and lonely life for decades (laughs) exactly
0: have basic consideration Mm -hmm. try not to get stuck between two washed out bridges maintain your roads
1: better people infrastructure
0: yeah pay for infrastructure (laughs) make sure to vote in your local elections
1: they really do matter (laughs) i'm not sure we've got many legs to stand on here but yeah
0: oh and always um make sure you keep up on your scrapbooking because you never know when it'll come in handy
1: <laughs> where else are you gonna put your deeds hey there's a will in here
0: <laughs> happy halloween guys happy halloween, happy halloween. Hello. Hi, Jake. On the desk. Do you need me to fix your blanket? Is that it? (laughs) (laughs) It has to be arranged into a just right nest shape.
1: I understand. Here. So cute.
0: There you go. does that do? It's feeling it out.
1: (laughs) Show us the cat. Go on. Point (laughs) the laptop at him.
0: (laughs) Oh, he's thinking about it. He's thinking about it. If he was
1: a dog, he'd be spinning around a bit.
0: He might go back to his. Hmm. Chair
1: instead. Oh my god, that's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) He seems to be like displeased with the arrangement of fabric. It's like it's not quite right. Oh no,
2: that's a—he's stomping it down now. He's kind of like making it. Oh, he's kneading it now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Get it comfy. You get it comfy. There we
0: go. He's
1: rotating. Rotating. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. Yes. Yes. Do it. (laughs) Sit down. No. 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 Not quite right yet. Oh, he's down! Yay! Yay. (laughs) Loaf mode
0: engaged. (laughs) Production
2: (laughs) outro confirmed. Our
0: listeners must be
1: enthralled.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, three people narrating a cat sitting down. (laughs) Is that what anti-comedy is? It depends on whether you like cats or not. <laughs> Even if you like cats, people describing him pushing a blanket is <laughs> <laughs> get some pretty niche cat content. <laughs> <laughs>